1: we're back Back. we're back matt smith in the studio i'm in the studio it's a friday we can talk about uh, what's going on at the theaters this weekend i'm going to tell you right now yeah the movie glass yeah some people will like it Mm -hmm. like me yeah some people will hate it like rotten tomatoes isn't that true of every film not kind of okay Maybe more so on this one, because mm-hmm. here's what M. Night does with this movie. Mm-hmm. Takes big risk. Right. Because he's trying to tell a story, mm-hmm. and it's an interesting uh, story. Okay. And uh, some people don't like to sit through a movie that has a lot of talk, and yeah. there's a lot of talking glass. Have you seen it yet?
2: Yeah, I mean... I'm with you. I mean, I agree. I mean, uh, you know, some people watch college football. I mean, there's some dummies out there in the world. I, I, I'm with you 100. I, you know, we dialogue bad.
1: Dialogue bad. Yeah, I don't know why they thought the dialogue was bad.
2: <laughs> no, I mean dialogue in general. Like yeah. they like Conan the Barbarian. Oh yeah, that's their movie. Blood. Nobody speaks yeah. and spewing. <laughs> yeah, blood at that. Yeah. Uh, nobody. Nobody. Yeah. That's that's it. If you like Conan the Barbarian, that's like in your top five motion pictures of all time. Don't go see Glass. No.
1: You it, You don't get any real action in this movie. You get two big action sequences. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But M. Night's trying to make a, an overarching statement in the
2: movie. That's what I think is important. Yeah. You waving at everybody? No, I'm saying that they're building a universe out of this. Yeah. With these characters, yeah. I think. I mean, that's my take on it. So... Well, there's going to be no
1: amount of how many there's going to be after the end of this movie.
2: Well, I mean, you, I think that's the trajectory of this motion picture. He's pulling together, split, unbreakable, and... in glass. Trying to pull all that in. And each together. movie
1: is about each of the characters.
2: Right. So, it's the beginning of something and so i think from that they're trying to put in backstory and build
1: well they did put in
2: backstory and there's some really good twists in this movie yes but i mean six Sense was great people enjoyed split
1: and six Sense was more talky than this movie by a long
2: shot what'd you think about um was that the village i guess yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah.
1: You know, that you one. You liked the village. Yeah. I liked it. The only one that he did that I was not a big fan of, well, I had two. Mm-hmm. One was the one with, with Mark Wahlberg, The Happening. Um, where The nat- bees or where, whatever? Where nature was attacking us, basically. Okay. gotcha. Wasn't a big fan of that. And I was not a big fan of um, the one about the, the thing in the swimming pool
2: can't remember the title of that man.
1: yeah it was that something was in the swimming pool i just remember okay. that all right and, and those well, two movies didn't get me as much as m Knight's other stuff that he's done
2: i guess joaquin phoenix was in the village yes i'm thinking yeah and i thought that that was pretty awesome when you had these people living like it was you know
1: 16th century or something
2: yeah i mean 17th. Just, they were out in like the medieval times there and mm-hmm. then when they you know if you finally made it through the woods wow there's a freeway oh, <laughs> you know? what's going on here well, yeah. um, um, that to me was just an awesome twist and then also the fact that you know the evil monster in the woods was a dude in a costume but the girl was blind therefore she didn't know and mm-hmm. i mean yeah I don't know. that. That's right up there with all his work. It's good stuff. As far as I can tell. It's I good mean, stuff. Yeah.
1: I, would I didn't say like the happening either. I, so. I, yeah, that just was boring. Yeah. But uh, this one uh, is good. And especially if you've been, if you were like me and you really liked Unbreakable and it was, you know, because that movie was great. And then, I mean, that that was a guy coming to grips that he was a superhero. That's what he was coming to grips with. I mean, how many of us, how difficult would it be for us to, if something happened to you, a la Spider-Man, a la the Fantastic Four, you know, you get radiated and you end up being able to stretch yourself or you look like a a mound of walking bricks or, uh, you know, you're a a teenager and you get bit by some kind of spiders radioactive and it changes your Hulk dna composition i mean when you look at those things and then you got dr doom and all the rest of them if you look at comic books that way and what would happen if it really happened and how would people react to it i could see
2: him trying to build that i see what you're saying yeah that's there
3: i mean that's I what mean, he's asking
2: yeah that's true is this this is reality right? yeah yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's not it's not make-believe right. it's really happy and by the way all of us who read comic books that's that's about real people that it right. happened to it's kind of been,
3: it's
2: an interesting concept that's true stanley's whole thing is built on that yep you, you're you right i i don't know i i like the bruce willis character but are, are you no, saying yeah. are you saying bruce's character come to grips with that or in or, the first
1: movie unbreakable yes okay. okay he had to come to grips that he was a god walking amongst men really
2: yeah he was unbreakable, and then i guess glass that that's the whole premise with samuel l jackson's character um split adds a new twist i don't, I don't yeah and and i guess the psychiatrist is maybe the only non-believer right, and who's I don't, trying to convince them. but no spoilers now. Yeah,
1: no spoilers okay. because that's a whole new
2: set of movies. But trying to convince <laughs> them that you know, well, you know, you're not. You really don't have these powers. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really happen that way, and you can't really bend steel. That was just an old piece of aluminum laying there, and you know, yeah. So that that that
1: that aspect is there. It's pretty True. interesting, and, and 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 it's open. I mean. I think that there's more movies coming. Yeah, yeah. There's more movies. I mean, you would and think it, the it film will perform at the box office. It does, you don't have to go out and spend $130 million to make it because the special effects are not as as over the top as they are in, you know, Fantastic Four or The Avengers or right. Captain Marvel or any right. of that other stuff. Right. So you can do it under a, a modest budget. Mm-hmm. Make your money back and a little bit of a profit and continue to churn it out. What I didn't realize is that Unbreakable was a Disney film. Did you know that? Yeah. I did not realize that. And they had a meeting with M. Night after it came out, and it Mm -hmm. didn't do as well as Sixth Sense did. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, he said, well, we marketed it wrong. Mm -hmm. It's a comic book movie and disney says comic book movies who's ever heard of making comic book movies <laughs> and now look at it <laughs> m night was ahead of time he really, he came in unbreakable came it was what 1999 it came in just a little too early
3: that's yeah, just I'm my thought to remember
1: about when unbreakable was out yeah 99 i don't know what other movies were 99. out of that time yeah was it, has it been that long it has wow yeah it's been nine what 18 wow. 19 years 20 yeah Twenty, amazing, isn't it? Twenty, can't really? believe it's been that long. Yeah, I guess so. That's a long time to to put out a a, a trilogy. True. When you consider that, you know, Split came out what two years ago, and mm-hmm. here we are with Glass.
2: That's true. Split was in January of seventeen. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: I think M Knight can control January. You think so? Yeah, I think if they let him, he will. Hmm. Everybody, are you looking forward to January? It means M Knight. And I don't know where he wants to go with it all. He's not talked about that. He's people have asked him questions about it, and he kind of just, you know, ignores the
2: question. I, I think there seems to be some, somewhat, some fear out there, maybe with the Disney acquisition of Fox mm-hmm. and how that affects the release calendar. But I really think that you know we've stretched the release calendar out now, and instead of A trying, lot. To, instead of trying to shove everything in it. Thanksgiving, Christmas, and the summer. You know, we're, we're putting out big movies in September and October.
1: Pretty and in March.
2: Big movies in April. I mean, you know, it's happening that way. And, and when you look at the success of Venom, Stars Born, Bohemian Rhapsody, all those films that came out in the fall and how well they've done, I mean, it's definitely there. And, and I think, um, you know, when you have something the size of Disney, stake out its dates, now you've got to work around that. Yep. you got you, know, you got to be, be aware yes. of it. Now they got 11 motion pictures this year, 11 films in 2019. So, you know, that's one picture a month. You've got to work around that to make your pictures work. But Warner Brothers and Universal
1: uh, have done that. Tim, think, so, think about that. If you don't want to open up the week after a Disney motion picture, let's just think about that for a second. That means... They've taken away half the year from you.
2: Well, that's 22 weeks. You've you've got to take a risk and say, well, you know, I mean, nobody would believe that a hit motion picture would open in September until it happened. Mm -hmm. And then you look at the chance that was taken with Venom that first weekend in October with Sony this year. And that was a hit. And that's getting away from everybody else. I mean, you know, you had some pictures in October that were great hits, but they were by far, you know, dramas. They weren't. Comic book films, let's say. Yeah, okay so good. There are tentpoles there. Yeah, and well. I love seeing that. I mean, I, I, I think that's there. I mean, I, I don't think that, you know, not only do we need motion pictures for everybody, young, old, male, female, every political background, race, religion, everybody walking the planet, we need to make movies for them, but we also need to make movies available throughout the year. No, I agree with that. As opposed to trying to shove in, you know, 10 pictures, uh... The week of Christmas. Yeah, well, see,
1: that's important to you because you're in the business. You want your theaters doing business all year long, not just when the big tent poles come out.
2: Well, I think it's good for the moviegoer. Gives them some variety. Gives them something to do. I mean, you can't have too much. You know, just like, uh, oh, I don't know, take tomorrow here in Little Rock. Now, tomorrow in Little Rock, they've got the Harlem Globetrotters at Verizon Arena. Correct. Tomorrow in Little Rock, they've got monster trucks at Barton Coliseum. Over at Barton, mm-hmm. wow, they didn't
1: go back to Verizon, huh? Uh, they typically are in Verizon. Tomorrow
2: at Ron Robinson, they've got Wild Kratts. What is Wild Kratts? It's a animated kids show on PBS. E. no, okay, never okay. heard of it. <laughs> well, you know, and I got a to. two-year-old. Grandson. You're not the tar- target demo. You're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. So <laughs> what I'm saying is those are three things happening basically at two o'clock in the afternoon tomorrow. And if they all weren't happening tomorrow, or if they all weren't happening at the exact same time, I'd take my family to all three. Right. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. But they're all at the same time. So, you know, I can't I can't go to, oh, I don't know, the afternoon a uh, wild Kratts character thing and then go see the globe trotters at night. Can't do it. <laughs> or I can't go to the, you know, uh, the
1: monster trucks and
2: can't go to can't yeah. go to globe trotters tomorrow afternoon and the monster trucks tomorrow night because they all take place at the same time. To me that's just ignorant. You know, and and it's also stupid to release, you know, 8 motion, you know, 4 motion pictures Wednesday and then 5 motion pictures Friday and then you know four more motion pictures on sunday because sunday's christmas so i'm going to put out two or three or four on wednesday before christmas then two or three or four you know two days before christmas then five on christmas day there's not there's no way to get them all played the movie goer can't see all of them there's no way to get them all played and there's no way to give the customer an opportunity correct to watch the film i hate that i think it's stupid you know, to overbook it like that spread it out give somebody something worth watching in september and october makes sense go something worth watching in
1: i mean the money is March still April. worth the same amount as it is in september spread as it, it was out. in november and december spread it out yeah <laughs> that's exactly. the thing that i never understood it's as if they were saying well money is more more valuable in december
2: well no i mean you do have like you know you do have a lot of dumb people walking around the world <laughs> do yeah. we Yeah, there's a lot of potential customers, potential consumers out there that do kind of goofball things that are predictable. You know, everybody goes out the Friday, Saturday, Sunday after Thanksgiving. Yeah.
1: And And they're not looking to go to a movie.
2: No, no, they go to the movies. They go out to eat and they go shopping. They buy Christmas gifts. They do all this crazy stuff that Mm -hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then they just kind of lock themselves at home for about two weeks and don't do anything. And then they're suddenly out again December the 15th. I mean. That's because they spent all their money. They're just out. <laughs> they, just, they just don't go anywhere, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just like, you know, you had uh, you had New Year's Eve on, on I guess, Monday this yep. year. And um, I had some friends that wanted to go out that weekend. I'm like, no, no, man, I'm not going out to eat this weekend. Forget that. Let's go out that following Friday. Right. So we went out to eat the Friday after New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, I think, was on Monday. New Year's was Tuesday. We went out to dinner on Friday, and it was just bliss. Yeah. Nobody there. Yeah. The place was in. Because they – Great service. Yeah. Right, the good cause stuff happens. because they shot it all on Monday for New yeah. Year's Eve. So that Friday, it just it was beautiful. Nobody there, not crowded, grab a parking spot, hop on in, that kind of thing. So I understand there is a lot of predictability in the behavior of the consumer, and the film studios are trying to build around that, you know. I mean, I mm-hmm. get that. All I right. mean, yeah, I mean, it'll be like an insurrection to go out and eat on the 14th. <laughs> but, I mean, on February 15th, go out and get you a nice table and really enjoy yourself.
1: Yeah, that's always a bummer for me because my birthday's February 14th. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's out celebrating my birthday. I'd go say? on the 15th if I was you. <laughs> so, you know. This is the way it works. There you go. Let me just remind everybody that if you've got warts, not a fun thing to think about. Wow. Remember when I had warts. Uh, That Applied Research of Arkansas uh, says that they are ready to take action with you because they have new clinical studies that could wipe those warts away. Participants receive free study-related care, medication, as well as compensation for time and travel. Apply online at ARCArkansas.com. That's a r c it's one word, .com, or call them, 501-954-7822. And while you're uh, online at ARCArkansas.com, check some of the other studies they're in. See if there might be more than just one that you're interested in. That's Applied Research of Arkansas. All right, back with you. Matt Smith is here. He, of course, the man who owns, runs, cleans the bottles, you know, even washes the tablecloths if he's got some. Hey, Uh, now. Riverdale 10, down in Hot Springs Cinema, at the uh, cinema there in Cabot Cabot VIP Cinema, Searcy VIP Cinema. Those are all his movie theaters and He wants to make sure that you have a great time and uh, you can see the movie of your choice. Don't forget about P.I. Roofing, what they're up to. P.I. Roofing and Home Solutions uh, announced uh, a few weeks ago that they have bought Tommy's Gutter Cleaning Services. And uh, they want you to know if you've been a customer of Tommy's, you can rest assured, P.I. Roofing plans to continue providing the highest quality gutter cleaning service at a great value to you and with that recent purchase uh, by PI Roofing that means if you've been a, uh, a person who's used Tommy's gutter cleaning services now you get all the great work that PI Roofing does with comprehensive roofing and home repair expertise learn more check out uh, Joel Johnson and, and Veronica Johnson over at PIroofing.com. Uh, All right, Matt, back with you. I, I, okay. I thought that I thought that first segment was really good, what okay. we, were, we were talking about. If you say so. You, well, you don't have to spend, here in Glass, they spent right. $20 million. Right. Of course, they had three major motion picture stars in that thing, mm-hmm. McAvoy. You got Willis, and you got mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson. Right. I read the review in the newspaper today, and I think if you're if you're a critic, mm-hmm. if you personally don't like somebody, mm-hmm. yeah. don't don't do the review of their movie because you know you're not going to like it because you just don't like their style.
2: So I couldn't review a Meryl Streep film.
3: That's it. You,
1: okay. I, I would give it to, to be I honest. Can't, can't just that. letting you know, I would give it to somebody I, I else. Can't do that Meryl could be I see how it is. A little
2: easier. You're saying that I'm biased. It. You're saying that. Yeah, I would you would be. be. I'd be biased against Meryl Streep. I mean,
1: it could be the greatest motion picture of all time, but but because Meryl Streep's in it Mm -hmm. and she's not washing vegetables, you'd be upset about it.
2: Well, you know, um, she did it to herself. I mean, she could leave her political commentary alone and just do movies. All right, so
1: let's talk about that on the other side (laughs) as well. we got news coming up for you. Let's find out what the big story is, and then we'll come back with Matt Smith. He'll also tell you what's playing at all of his theaters in just a moment. All right, we continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Did you know, I've been telling you this for some time, but it's getting personal with me because um, I'm trying to get everything lined up now for my Social Security. Starts in February, dude. Yeah, February. Hit that red button right there. There oh, you go. Okay, we got okay, now I'm on the red. It yeah. starts in February. Yeah. Okay. February 14th, 66, bro. And you're starting to, starting to take it out then? Yep. We'll okay. go ahead and take some money out. Yeah. Enjoy some of it while I can. Yeah. And uh, going to be on Medicare, and there's a lot of stuff that you got to know. Believe it or not, there's a lot more to it than I thought there was going to be. I've really? had people say, it's no big deal. Uh, it is a big deal. Mm. You ask a, some pertinent questions, and you get answers that you go, you want to repeat that, to me? Hmm. You know, because it can cost you some money. So you got 567 different ways to claim your Social Security benefits. You've got 2,728 rules in the Social Security handbook. And guess what? Our masters up in Washington, D.C., its capital, have told the Social Security Administration they are forbidden to offer you any personalized advice. They'll give you generic stuff, but they won't give you anything personal. And uh, probably no wonder why as much as $10 billion in benefits go unclaimed every year. So learn how you could wring every nickel out of your Social Security benefits in the up-to-date guide to Social Security. You can get it from David Lucas. You hear him Saturday at 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. right here on 101.1 FM, The Answer, Get that free guide to Social Security. Be one of the first 10 callers right now at 501-653-6690. That's 501-653-6690 or visit davidlucasfinancial.com. That way you get the money that's rightfully yours. I mean, you've paid it in. You should get every penny of it back. Again, that's 501-653-6690. All right, about uh, 2.37 right now. Matt Smith's sitting here. So, Matt, hey now. why don't you start with Riverdale I'm 10 with riverdale. Okay. Right. and uh, tell us the movies that are playing this weekend. Okay,
2: catch us on Riverdale. Catch us on the website, riverdale 10com You go to the website there, and you can buy your advance tickets, sign up for the email newsletter, download the free mobile app. we got a rewards program now, so make sure when you stop by the theater, you sign up for rewards. Every dollar you spend, you get a point. You redeem those points for free items, Uh, free candy, free popcorn, free soda, free things from the concession stand. Riverdale10.com for full information. Of course, we've got the luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserve seating, a full food menu, pizza, cheeseburgers, french fries, onion rings, chicken strips, chicken tenders, pie, White Castle cheeseburgers, chocolate peanut butter pie, key lime pie, ice cream, Nathan's Hot Dogs, State Fair Corn Dogs, Bavarian Pretzels. It's all right there. Four four cheese mozzarella cheese sticks. Fresh handcrafted, made-to-order pizzas. Over 40 different beers and eight different wines. Riverdale10.com. Just click Menu. Showing this week, Glass, which we were just talking about. Yep. Bringing together the characters from Unbreakable and Split. The Upside with Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston. On the Basis of Sex, which is the story of Ruth Baines Heddenberg. Still showing Vice, which we expect Academy Awards for that one. Academy Award nominations, Christian Bale. The Academy Awards are announced Tuesday, the 22nd. This Tuesday coming up. Also showing Green Book, winner of a Golden Globe. Vice also won some Golden Globes. If Bill Street Could Talk on the screen, also a Golden Globe winner. The Favorite, another Golden Globe winner. Mary Poppins Returns from Walt Disney. Aquaman. Of course, we had the exclusive run of Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah. We're still showing A Dog's Way Home. And, of course, we have Bohemian Rhapsody, which is also a Golden Globe winner and expects to be an Academy Award-nominated film. Riverdale 10com Be sure to check it out. And starting on the 25th, we'll be bringing back all of the Academy Award-nominated films. If it's up for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, we'll be those back on Friday the 25th. Tickets are already on sale for um, How to Train Your Dragon 3. Lego Movie 2, Alita Battle Angel, What Men Want, and, of course, the Dave Ellsworth Classic in February, which I believe is is at Tuesday, February the, I believe that's the 12th, I believe. Okay. Rebel Without a Cause. James Dean.
1: Natalie Wood. Never forget that both of them are in that movie.
2: 7 o'clock. Tickets are already on sale at Riverdale10.com. And then in March, we have Casablanca for the Dave Ellsworth Classic. Yep. And I believe it's also March the 12th, and that's at 7 p.m., Riverdale10.com. Be sure to check that out. Now, of course, we still have, in addition to our rewards program that you sign up for, for points, for free items, we still have the free popcorn bucket. You purchase the free popcorn bucket. You get refills for just $4 on Thursday, through Tuesday. Mine. Anytime. Swing by and get your refill. You don't even have to watch a movie. You want to come by when you get off work, pop in there with that popcorn bucket, get you a big old refill of popcorn, take it home. That's cool. And on Wednesday, you buy a movie ticket, you get popcorn free all night. Buy a movie ticket on Wednesday, fill up that tub, eat you some popcorn, get you some more during the movie if you want to. Hey, you're rolling out. You're on your way home. Before you leave the theater, fill up that popcorn tub. Free theater groupie, free popcorn tub. Be sure to check it out. Free popcorn on Wednesdays, $4 refills Thursday through Tuesday, Riverdale10.com. Now, let's talk about down south in the big city of Hot Springs. Now, of course, in Hot Springs, we have the luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. Full food menu there as well. Same food menu at all four locations. Of course, we have the um, free popcorn bucket in Hot Springs as well. And you can use it at all four locations. You buy the popcorn bucket in Little Rock, you can use it in Little Rock, Hot Springs, Cabot, and Cersei. If you buy a gift card, use that at all four locations. If you sign up for the points program, it's good at all four locations. Get all that in Hot Springs, too. Click that menu to see what's in Hot Springs. But, of course, we got beer and wine there as well. Yep. Gift cards are available online at the website. You can send a plastic gift card or send them a a gift card virtually. Sign up for the email newsletter. Like us on Facebook. It's hotspringsvip.com. And uh, playing this week, we have Glass. Great movie. Of course, we're holding over A Dog's Way Home from last week. Holding over Replicas from last week. Not bad. Still playing Bumblebee. Not bad. Still playing Aquaman. Good movie. And of course, we've got uh, Mary Poppins Returns from Walt Disney Pictures uh, exclusively there in Hot Springs. Great motion picture. Tickets are already on sale for Lego Movie 2. All right. Alita Battle Angel. I, do you, Just
1: your thoughts. That's James Cameron. I like it. I, it looks good. No, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. I'm really looking forward I mean, to it. You got me when you said
2: James Cameron what else you got to say <laughs> I mean I, I, I love the concept I love what they're doing with it I, I'm, I'm I, I really am I'm not typically my type of film but I want to see how he's made that work and we both know he made it work well he he did it he made it work several years ago he made it work so I'm yeah. looking forward to it so uh ticket uh, also playing a a, a battle angel uh, we'll have uh, happy death day 2 uh, how to train Your dragon 3 Lego movie 2. Uh, and, of course, um, those are all on sale, all playing at Hot Springs. And that's hotspringsvipcinema.com. Okay, that's hotspringsvip.com. Make sure you hit that website, VIP.com. Have all those films. Now, we're the exclusive home for the Walt Disney Motion Pictures in Garland County in 2019. Uh, so we uh, are showing exclusively Captain Marvel. Of course, you know that starts March the 8th, and those tickets are already on sale. So uh, hotspringsvip.com, get those tickets. Uh, We've started our new construction there in Hot Springs. Uh, They were putting the footings down yesterday to pour the concrete for the new foundation. Good for you. Our goal is to have the new screens open uh, by um, the summer, and there'll be stadium seating with luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. And, of course, Dolby Atmos Sound in those new auditoriums. We'll have a new front facade all new neon poster cases, LED lights outside, a brand new parking lot, and expanded and remodeled restrooms, as well as new carpet, new drapes, new screen masking, screen skirting, and floor lights throughout all auditoriums in the cinema. So be looking forward to that in Hot Springs, hotspringsvip.com. Now, in Dave's hometown, Cabot, big city of Cabot, <laughs> that's Cabot VIP cinema.com. hit the website cabot VIP Now all the cinemas will be open on Monday, Martin Luther King day, and we have matinees at all the cinemas. So if your local school's out, we'll be open so you can bring the kids by and watch a movie. Uh, okay. It's cabot So there's matinees and we have matinees seven days a week in hot springs and Little Rock, but we have a matinee Monday. And of course today in Cabot, we have matinee Monday and also a matinee Monday in Searcy. Cabot VIP com. We're playing glass on two screens. The upside with Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston, a dog's way home, Aquaman, escape room, bumblebee, Mary Poppins returns and replicas. That's Cabot VIP com. full food menu right there on the website, the pizzas, chocolate, peanut butter pie, key lime pie, Ice cream, Bavarian pretzels, Nathan State Fair corn dogs, the You're four cheese me mozzarella sticks, fresh made to order pizza when you order it, toasted ravioli, White Castle cheeseburger sliders, French fries, onion rings, over twenty flavors of candy, nachos—it's all there. Of course, you got the free popcorn bucket; you can get that in Cabot as well. Uh, and of course, uh, there's an entire food flavors table set up there in Cabot. And it's got free butter. Uh, this is at all the theaters, all four locations. All your popcorn flavors and salts are right there. We're adding a second free butter machine to all the theaters, so they all have two. And We already have two ticketing kiosks at Riverdale. We're adding a second ticketing kiosk to all the theaters, so you can buy your tickets online and print them off the ticketing kiosk. Or you come in, you don't want to go over to the box office, you don't want to go to the concession stand, just hit the ticketing kiosk, print off your tickets. Just remodel the restrooms in Cabot, and uh, we will be installing Real D3D. Uh, that's coming to cabot and we'll have that in before the summer uh and of course uh we do have private club memberships available in cabot so attention members and guests be sure to pick up your private club membership in cabot david uh excuse me dave is a private club member in cabot yes i am i got my card in my wallet cabot vip com. be sure to sign up for the email newsletter like us on facebook and of course pick up your um rewards card as well, so you can start earning those points, getting free movie tickets and free food and things like that. com. Now, heading a little further north to the big city of Searcy in White County. That's com. Now, for everybody that's been asking, uh, you're getting recliners in 2019 in Searcy. We'll start putting recliners into Searcy in March. And we're going to do half the building or more before the summer. Then we'll get through the summer, we'll finish the other half of the building. So, Luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserve seating are coming to Searcy. Now, they don't have that in Jonesboro or Texarkana or Conway or North Little Rock or Pine Bluff or Fort Smith. Uh, y'all want me to keep going? Uh, Batesville, yeah. Harrison, Mountain Home. it <laughs> has got all of them. Mountain View. That's right. Uh, anyway, none of those places have recliners, but now we've got them for you in Little Rock, Cabin Hot Springs, and Searcy, Arkansas. The place to go. CerseiCinema.com to be sure to check out. This is what we're playing. Glass, Aquaman, Escape Room, The Upside, A Dog's Way Home, Mary Poppins Returns, Bumblebee, Replicas, The Mule, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Now, be sure you check all those out. Uh, Make sure that you've uh, got all those running there. Go to CerseiCinema.com to buy your advance tickets. Full food menu is there. That full food menu is the same with all those hot, fresh cooked foods, plus the popcorn and everything, bottled water, frozen Coke, slushies, ice cream, and, of course, we've got Coca-Cola products at all theaters. Food menu is the same at all four locations. The refill-free popcorn tub is available at all four locations, can be used at all four locations. Gift cards, good at all four locations. You sign up for the um, rewards card, that's good at all four locations. And, uh, you know, um, CerseiCinema.com for full details at that location. But before the end of the year, I will be a VIP operation in Cersei as well with those recliners. We're looking forward to that. Kid Would Be King is playing at all four theaters. It starts on the 25th. Those tickets are on sale now. Lego Movie 2 at all four locations. How to Train Your Dragon 3 at all four locations. Alita: Battle Angel at all four locations. It's going to be good. Happy Death Day Two at all four locations. Can't wait. And of course, Captain Marvel at all four locations. And those tickets are on sale now.
1: All right. Wanted to tell you a couple other movies. And February eighth, Cold Pursuit. That's going to do big box office. Your big Liam Neeson back on the big screen as the Avenging Angel of Death.
2: Here's your big here's your big <laughs> movies in February. Here are your big movies, okay? Alita. Your big movies in February are uh, Lego Movie 2, The Second Part. Yes. How to Train Your Dragon 3. Alita Battle Angel. Happy Death Day 2. Mhm. Those will be your top 4. And the fifth one will either be what men want from Paramount Pictures, or uh, isn't it romantic from Warner Brothers? That'll be the fifth. The fifth one. You
1: don't think Liam does big box office with Cold Pursuit?
2: The top five motion pictures for <laughs> February are okay in this order: <laughs> How to Train Your
3: Dragon three,
2: uh, gotcha. Lego Movie two, Alita, Battle Angel, Happy Death Day two the fifth one will be what men want from Paramount or isn't it romantic from Warner Brothers now uh, how to train your dragon 3 is um, on the 22nd of February and uh, Lego movie 2 is on February the 8th lead uh, a battle Angel happy death day 2 and isn't it romantic are all February 13th yeah. and what men want is February the 8th those are your top your top five pictures uh, Cold Pursuit, be number seven. Okay, number seven. All right. Okay, and there's a horror picture from Orion called The Prodigy, which will be number eight of what's released. Yeah, that do well. it It'll did do okay. well. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Yeah, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's number seven.
1: I love Liam Neeson. Yeah,
2: I mean the Cold Pursuits, like you know, um, oh the one he did on the train. Uh, what was that called? He was on the train and yeah. he was the retired cop commuter. And, yeah, the commuter. Cold Pursuit will be like that, box office wise.
1: All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We got more for you in a moment. Matt Smith is here, Riverdale Ten, Hot Springs Cinema. Of course, over in Cabot, VIP Cinema, and Cersei, VIP Cinema. All right, back. We just got a couple of minutes left here uh in this hour. Another movie I like Liam Neeson. I've liked Yeah, me too. I've liked Liam Neeson ever since uh, Rob Roy. But yeah, the, me too. Bottom line is he's got Uh, a really big movie coming out uh in june and he's in uh, men in black international and that will do big box office just because of the name and the title all you gotta say is mib and people get excited about it and the last one was not bad
2: (laughs) well you know, and what I'm saying about Cold Pursuit, you know, now that Men in Black, now that's um, that's a Sony film, so what I'm saying about Cold Pursuit is you know, there's a lot of film out there and, and you know, you gotta you gotta go a lot by your distributors. I mean, sometimes distributors can, you know, a lot of times, most of the time, distributors can make or break a film. You take uh, you take the upside, which the upside is um a remake of a foreign film called The Untouchables. Which uh, which was a French film? We played it at Riverdale. Uh, it was a great motion picture. Uh, this is just a remake in English with Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston. The upside, right? Now that film got the green light from the Weinstein Company, and Weinstein Company put that film together. And you know, and understand what I'm about to say now. Harvey Weinstein could be a punk. Harvey Weinstein could be a slime bucket. Harvey Weinstein could be a punk. Harvey Weinstein could be a slime bucket. Harvey Weinstein could have done all that stuff that they're saying about him. (laughs) I I don't know, right? Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Right. But I can tell you this. He knew how to pick a movie, make a movie, and distribute a movie. And so did his brother. He knew how to make a hit movie. Both of them did. really did. So if the Weinstein Company still existed, and that word hadn't come out from Harvey Weinstein and put that company out of business, the Weinstein Company still existed, and the Weinstein Company had distributed the upside. Well, now that would have been up for Academy Awards, and it would have done massive business at the box office. But Weinstein Company shut down Chapter 11, and they had to sell off assets, and so they sold off the upside, and uh, STX picked it up. So that's a distributor now. So, you know, it did. It was number one at the box office last weekend, and it did some business. But if it had been handled by the Weinstein Company from back in the day, there's no telling what that thing would have done. Yeah, because
1: they'd put the money behind it to promote it.
2: They know how to do that, you know. And so when you look out there, And you look at what's coming out and you look at what's being put out there in the motion pictures and, you know, marketing and marketing budgets and the influence these distributors have. Disney. Warner. Universal. Fox. Those four. Those four are monsters. Those four are kings. And then after that, uh, Paramount and Sony. And Paramount and Sony's kind of back and forth on who's in fifth place. The other one is sixth place. And then there's a huge gap there. Then there's Lionsgate. And then there's a huge gap in everybody else. But, I mean, you've got, you've got Disney, Warner, Universal, Fox. and there's a big gap. And then number five and six are Paramount and Sony, and they swap back and forth on who's doing better. Then there's a big gap till you get to Lionsgate. And then there's a big gap between Lionsgate and everybody else. Lionsgate is not really a major distributor. Lionsgate is Lionsgate's kind of a mini-major. And so the Liam Neeson Cold Pursuit movie, probably one of its biggest handicaps is the fact it's being distributed by Lionsgate. Yeah,
3: you know? what's
1: interesting about that and about Cold Pursuit is I hadn't even heard of the movie mm-hmm. until I went to the movies last weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and I saw Escape Room, and mm-hmm. it was the uh, – the trailer before Escape Room. And I, I looked at my wife and I said, Oh, I want to see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I had, I started looking up when's it coming
2: out yeah, and all yeah, the rest. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean that's just that's just kind of the just kind of the eight ball, you know, that 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 you're behind. I mean, it it's it's those distributors are keen, you know, just like a Corvette looks good till a Ferrari pulls up. Yeah. Okay. Disney's the Ferrari of motion picture distribution, you know? gotcha and, all right and
1: well let's take a break come back we'll talk more about that there's a lot more to making a huge hit motion picture than just making the motion picture don't oh, get yeah. me wrong you got to make the motion picture but there's a whole lot of other stuff that's circling that I mean, to make sure that it all works
2: I man if it was easy there'd never be a flop yeah I mean, everybody, it easy, be everybody doing, it, doing right? it right yeah all
1: right we got more coming your way <laughs> stick around matt smith's back with me in the next half hour it looks terrible outside well does it about well, 50 degrees out there, yeah. ground is uh, probably a little chillier than the air is, and so mm. what do we got? Well, we got fog out. Be careful. A lot of fog out there in the uh, central Arkansas area. That's going to hang around for a while. This weekend, saying we might see a little bit of rain, moderate temperatures for winter time. I mean, they're saying 55, 58 degrees, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, By the time we get to the end of next week, we're going to start running into some cold weather for a while. Yeah, not seeing much in the way of precipitation, which is cool. That's good. But what we're going to see is uh, some lows around 17 degrees at nighttime.
4: Oh, get the fireplace. Yeah, you got to like that. Get the
1: fires going and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. it'd be. It's going to be all right. I mean, let's all be honest here. Our our uh, our winter thus far has not been much of a winter. I know it, yeah. And I'm liking I that. It. I know it. I mean, who who can, are you really, in your heart of uh-huh. hearts, yeah. are, are you disappointed that we haven't had like five inches of snow one day so that you, you know, can't get anywhere because we're not ready to plow the roads the way they need to be plowed if there's five inches of
2: snow? I mean, if it's going to snow, it needs to sow on a Monday that's not a holiday. That's right. Okay. I'm all about snow that. on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
1: You know, I've always told Russ, Russ and I talk, and we have like, uh, you know, four hours of the best of Dave Ellswick in case something like that happens. Yeah.
2: I tell you now, it was probably just clickbait, but I clicked on it. I fell for the clickbait. (laughs) I saw a thing the other day online talking about how climate change or global warming or whatever you're labeling it right now is devastating coffee beans. No, no. And we had to relocate how we're uh, and relocate the growing of our coffee. That's heartbreaking, brother. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're gonna it, have yeah, you
1: gonna you and I drink some coffee. You know, yeah,
2: I mean if you're gonna have something that's gonna hurt some coffee, wait yeah. a minute now, hold up. I might have to think about an electric
3: car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I,
2: hate, right, I, hate, I hate to give up that big powerful V eight twin turbo, right? But I mean if it's gonna cost me my coffee, hold up now, hold up. What are you driving? That was now? scary. Oh man, I just, I'm I'm driving the Escalade today, man. That's that's what I'm driving today. So you got big? How big of an engine is in this? Oh man, um, I don't know. It's a V8. It's the Escalade ESV. It'll take it, it'll take you down the road at a high rate oh, of speed. Yeah. Oh yeah, It's Escalade ESV, man. The 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 Platinum Edition with the extended cab and all that stuff, you know. And I mean, I got that. My wife, my wife had a Mercedes Benz SUV, and then I got that Escalade. And then I hadn't had it very long, but she had to have one.
3: yeah so, you go
2: had a trade at Mercedes trade I, Right, because when they load up to go somewhere, my family loads up to go somewhere. It could be something very simple. We're just going to leave the house, and we're going to go over here. Oh, I don't know. We're just going to do something just real, real, real simple, like we're just going to go down here to this store, maybe, and go to Cheeseburger, right? That's all we're Right, gonna, right. They're going to go to the store and stop by somewhere and grab a Cheeseburger. That's all they're going to do. Go by Dave's. Go okay. by the store and just grab a Cheeseburger. That's what my family's going to go. That's go all by they're going to do, right? Dave's Burgers. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. They might go to Burger Twenty One. They might go to Wayback Burger. I don't know. Um, if it's me, I'd go to Midtown. But hey, I <laughs> go. Kidding, I'm kidding Gotham's I'm kidding. man down, oh, downtown. I'm telling you, I love Gotham's. Yeah. Oh man, Gotham's I love those, Oh, I love those burgers. So well, they get ready to load up and roll out. Right? It's like an expedition to the Congo, my brother. <laughs> 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 I you, understand. Man. By the time they load up, my wife's gear, my mom's gear, my six-year-old daughter's gear. My 20-month-old son's gear. (laughs) Just to go.
1: Everybody's got their gear.
2: Just to go to, you know, they're just going to go to, I don't know, Dillard's and get a cheeseburger. It's like a trip to the moon. (laughs) I cannot believe all the stuff that has to be packed up and loaded. So she had to get a bigger ride to haul the four (laughs) of them and just the i guess one bedroom apartment load of stuff <laughs> that goes along for this simple trip man see i get, uh, I you tell me we're dude, going
1: somewhere i can be out dude. the door in 10 minutes no big dude uh, no big deal but uh, at my house my son-in-law my daughter and my two-year-old grandson i swear they'll say we're gonna get up we're gonna go out and look and do this and do that we got a couple places to run i go what time are you guys leaving oh around one I come home from work almost at 7, and they're just pulling out of the driveway. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just saying. That's you know, <laughs> the truth, I mean, that's the truth of the matter.
2: Why, well, you guys got to haul all this stuff? I don't, know. I, don't I, know. I
1: can't figure it out. Try. I can't figure it out. Eli doesn't go. need all of that. He's all, he's all ready to go. There He'd be go. happy. Just get me out on the road, Dad. There you go. And Dad there has go. to go and stop and vape, and then they got to both make bathroom stops, which... What is it about some people in the bathroom? Some people go to the bathroom, do what they got to do, be out in dude. 15
2: minutes. It, some people go to the bathroom, two hours hey, later,
1: they might I, be leaving it.
2: I'm not even talking about stops. I'm just talking about what gear has to be loaded to even leave. It's just unreal, man. Unreal. Yeah. They might need this. They might need that. They couldn't need that. They couldn't need this right here. Okay. All right, then. Well.
1: Okay, so t- give me your top your top three
2: films you want to see this year oh i don't know about this year man i you know i'm I'm chewing on that i mean I and, I and i've been i've been talking about that and you know i was trying to kind of hit you with what uh what i thought was you know february and of course i know you're big on the liam neeson film yeah. i think it does in the i think it's in the top five yeah yeah I, I don't think it's close to 7. I don't think it makes it, no it's not going to yeah. make the top 5. No, it'll no. make the top 5.
1: No, what, not what is favorite. men what this movie men what men want? What is What it men about? want?
2: You remember when Mel Gibson did a film called What Women Want? Yes, I and remember he could hear that. women's thoughts. Yes. Okay, this is a woman that can hear men's thoughts. Okay. And it's coming out on the 8th for Valentine's Day. Okay. You know, just like uh, you got that um uh romantic picture from Warner Brothers that is coming out for um for Valentine's Day. You know that's what this is for. That's what the that's what these movies are So for. who's starring in What What Women Want? Oh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Oh man. Um What Men Want, I mean. Yeah, it's um Let me see. That is that is yeah, that was, Paramount.
1: That was Gibson and Jodie Foster. Yeah. What, what Men
2: Want is Paramount. That's Tasha P Henson, Aliya's Hodge, It's directed by Adam Shankman. And that is February the 8th and okay. then uh warner brothers has um warner brothers has isn't it romantic february 13th with rebel wilson and liam hensworth okay that'll be a big hit for the for the valentine's day as okay, well so that's yeah. thor's brother okay yeah. lego movie 2 is february <laughs> 8th yeah lego movie 2 is february oh, 8th. that's going to do big business yep 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 is that a, a direct sequel yeah, I think so. Just It just says Lego Movie 2, the second part. So yeah.
1: They're just going to pick up part. where they stopped. Like two.
2: Those are that so cool. That means the second part. <laughs> yeah, those are so cool. Those are fun. Kids will come to those. Chris Pine will enjoy it? those. I believe so. Let me see if it tells here uh, in um, the Bible of the cinema industry, Box Office Magazine. Let's see what it says here about Lego Movie 2. And I'll tell you. What's it say about the director? Lego Movie 2, Elizabeth Banks, Chris Chris yeah. Pratt. Okay. Directed by Michael Mitchell.
1: Not Pine Pratt. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Pratt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. That's going to be real big. Yeah. But, I mean, it's hard for me to pick the year so far.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you the movie I want. To, this is the movies I want to see. Okay. All right. Number one. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, this is kind of a a, a shadow of what I'm going to do okay. with, with Shane Stacks. I,
2: I usually can tell you, you know, what I want to see after CinemaCon. You know, yeah. When I come back from Semicon, then I'm like, oh, when's, wait a minute, when's that up for you? I think it's uh last week in March this year, because it was April. No here. So I'm
1: going to say that the movie that I cannot miss that I will probably see at least three times is Godzilla, King you, of the Monsters. You've been
2: big on that one for a while. That's
1: gonna be a tremendous motion been. picture. I cannot wait to see that one. Yes and I'm real big on this Alita. I really, really am. I think it's gonna be a big motion picture. I just,
2: you, you you cannot go wrong with james cameron i mean he's just a monster awesome great i mean
1: I, and the girl that they cast i'm just telling you she's good she was in all of the uh, the maze runner movies i mean she's she's good at action she, she i think she was also in uh the one here that it was a bomb at the box office but she was pretty good in it it was um um the, the one about the world's uh, cities moving around on wheels and all of that crap mortal
2: engines. mortal
1: engines yeah not every young adult book should be made should into have a been movie called
2: morbid Engines. <laughs> Man, that thing.
1: should have been called dead on arrival because it, it was, was just blah, blah although i did blah, blah. say this it started off and it had real it had a real chance of winning me and then it turned into star wars if that's, you what say I, so, uh, that's what I, I mean, didn't understand. The the storyline. If you say was the so, Empire Strikes Back? That's what it was. I kept waiting for somebody to say, "Luke, I'm your father." If you say, say it.
2: so, if you say so, okay. Anyway,
1: I, I, it, that movie was in and out of the theater so fast.
2: I don't even think it was a poor man's version of Empire. Strikes
1: no, no, no. Back. I'm not saying. It just, I'm not saying it that way. I'm just saying the the direction of the script. Oh well, yeah. It was the Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, you're right. Exactly you're what right. it was. You're right. Yeah, you're right. By the way, can I? Can I? I want to say something yeah. positive. Okay. Uh, before the movie uh, last night, mm-hmm. uh, seeing Glass last night. Yeah. Uh, you always have that uh, the trivia stuff, and yes. one of them is they put the the picture together on the screen. Okay. I thought it was kind of cool the one that they had this time.
2: What did they have? Well,
1: it has been Finding Nemo uh-huh. for quite a while. Yes. Star Wars is yeah. it. Uh, it came out in 1977 about this time of the year. So they they had that on there. They had a picture nice. of Princess Leia and, uh, and uh, who was it? Uh, Solo
2: and Chewbacca I think in the in the cockpit. Well we have, you know and if you noticed from a few years ago to now, our pre-show content has improved.
1: It's a lot better. Yeah. yeah. It, it really is. we striving to do that.
2: I mean there's there's other things we're working to improve too. we got a Turbo Chef oven coming which will you know, help cook all the food faster. We're going to add a a new uh, countertop for our free food area, put in a second butter machine. Uh, We are installing a second second kiosk machine to help with online ticketing, printing them out. And if you want to get them in the lobby, that's coming. Uh, We just finished the restaurant remodel. So you may have noticed that.
1: What I I really liked last night was how, because you're selling alcohol now, they have a – they had put a a little, like, uh, door right in front of – the 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 cooler where they keep the alcohol mm-hmm. it says yes no one younger than twenty one passed this this right, line right, here right, right, right. <laughs> I had to laugh I got a great yeah. kick out of that it's, it's required so, it's, it's required. Stu- required it's so stupid it's though man it's stupid it's required uh, somebody that uh, if you're nineteen and a half and they catch you leaning up against it it's required he's gonna get you're gonna get fined probably twenty
2: thousand dollars or something it's required I know. It's it's it's. I mean the you know, it, and we've had this discussion before, but the whole archaic setup of a dry county, when you consider, hey, you know, we're growing marijuana in Arkansas now. <laughs> we have marijuana cultivation centers licensed by the state. We're gonna have marijuana dispensaries this year. You're gonna be able to just that should happen in next month and a half i know you're just gonna be able to walk into a spot somewhere in lono county and just buy you some weed
1: yeah you know. i have but, no idea what it's gonna be like over in lono county i
2: don't know what yeah planning you, you, there. you know what i'm saying lono county whatever yeah yeah. yeah yeah you just you just you know here very quickly in 2019 you're just gonna be able to go into a retail shop and buy some weed Oh
1: yeah, something that's right? gonna happen but but go ahead you want a drink the but,
2: story but it's a dry county it's just it's just weird man we got casinos coming we got Medical marijuana, but we still have dry counties. It's just here. I'm,
1: I'm going to make a pre- and I don't drink. I'm, I'm just going saying it's to weird. make a
2: prediction. Yeah,
1: now for 2020 election. Okay. okay, the day after election in 2020, I believe that recreational marijuana will be legal in Arkansas. You think that's on the ballot in 2020? Oh, I guaranteeing you, it's going to be on the ballot. I'm not saying I'm for it. I'm just saying I'm just telling you what's coming.
2: Well. And you know that's that's the thing. I don't I don't smoke. I don't drink alcohol. I'm not going to go play the slot machines. You know, but if somebody's twenty one or older and they're a citizen and that's what they choose to do, in America they should be able to. So I, I just don't get the whole. Um, it's called freedom. Yeah, I just don't get the, scary sometimes, but well, it's called I, freedom. I just don't. I don't think trying to make those rules for somebody else works if you don't want to do it don't do it all right but you know i'm all, don't, I'm, I'm all I'm about trying, it i don't want to do it i'm not going to do it but i'm not trying to stop you or somebody else yeah, who wants to
1: i'm not either all right a break and then more we'll finish it up at matt here on the uh, dave ellswick show my movie for 2019 godzilla king of the monsters all right what the last few moments that we got here we just got six okay. six minutes were you Were you kind of surprised that Escape Room did as well as it did?
2: No, I mean, generally over the past several years, they have dropped in a good little scary movie the first Friday of January because there's so much awesome family Mm fare. There's so much wholesome movies released at at, uh, and tent poles released during the Christmas season that generally they'll throw in a cool little horror movie that first Friday in January when uh, that demographic, because, you know, 13 to 17-year-old kids eat that up, have returned to school, and then at 7 o'clock on Friday night after school, all those junior high and high school kids blow that movie out with their friends. Okay. They go. 7 o'clock on Friday night. And good movie.
1: It's a good movie.
2: And generally, that's what you get. You get you some little uh, horror film, the first Friday in January. It always does good box office. Now, you were asking me about the films I was looking forward to. Yes. In 2019. Yes. Avengers Endgame. Of course. Star Wars Episode nine. Yeah. Captain Marvel.
1: Okay. The
2: Lion King. The live Version. Frozen two. Okay. Those are the five I cannot wait to hit cinema screens, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Now you ready yeah. those are the top five do predicted you ticket sellers for the year. Okay. Avengers, oh they got it pegged over at two hundred and sixty million and do six hundred and thirty million total. Star Wars opening at two hundred million, doing five hundred fifty million total. Captain Marvel opens to one seventy five and does five twenty five total. Lion he opens to one thirty five and does five hundred million total. And Frozen two opens at one ten and does four twenty five.
1: What are they saying? Godzilla is going to open up. there's are
2: they picking the top five right here.
1: Uh, okay.
2: And the thing that those top most five most pictures have in common is. They're, they're
1: Disney. all, they're all Disney, baby. <laughs> I knew he's going to say that. And guess what? If you're yeah. in
2: Garland County and you plan on going to watch it.
1: He's the only place you can see it.
2: Not playing at AMC, my brothers and sisters. AMC is not the home of Disney in 2019. HotSpringsVIP.com. For Very all the good. Disney motion pictures this year. Very good. In Garland County. That AMC house just doesn't have them.
1: Check this out. First <sighs> weekend, a couple of weekends here mm-hmm. in 2019. Mm-hmm. Escape Room. Yeah, to make that movie mm-hmm. uh, was you, you six, saw it and enjoyed six, it about six million dollars. You saw it and enjoyed. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It came in. It right? came in total gross mm-hmm. thus far eighty six point six million dollars. Why wouldn't you make a sequel to that?
2: I'm still playing it. It's I mean, a it's good. Still it's screen. a good movie. Well, if you, you can take a little movie and if you if you tighten down your story and you tell it right. You need a big budget.
1: By the way, I wanted to say something about that. Okay, go there's ahead. a lot of people who think that that movie is some kind of, you know, kick-ass horror movie. It's not. It's no. a thriller. Yes. Yes. And there's not a bunch of bloodshed. This is not Saw. I'm just well, telling well, you.
2: Well, when I was saying a horror movie, I, I guess I misspoke. I mean, to me, you, you're right. It's a thriller. We're, I agree 100. We're On the same page. I, I guess. You know, when you say a horror movie sometimes, people assume slasher movie. Yeah. And that's not necessarily the same thing. No? You know, I mean, and, and I think people, you know... You're exactly right. I, I don't want somebody to think horror means slasher. It does sometimes, but not always. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Uh, thriller is more of a more the term that should be used for escape. If her.
1: you want to know, it, it's like the old Wait Until Dark. It's yeah. that type of a movie. It's yeah.
2: good. It's an edge of your seat type yes. of thing. It's, it's not fun. the it's not the cheap thrills of a Halloween type movie. Yeah, it's not it's that. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, I, it's not jump scares or anything like that for the most part. It's it's. It's better than you thought it was going to be when you went in. Uh, it was. Absolutely was. It got was. you. And, yeah, I mean, it's done some business. I was and, into it. Yeah, and if you can just, if you, and that comes down to your writing, your directing, you know, but if you can tell a tight story, you don't need a big budget to do that. Yeah. You can make a good film. That, you know?
1: that redhead that's in that movie, yeah. she was in uh, Daredevil. Yeah. She's been in uh, True Blood. I can't think of her name right now, but the bottom line, she's going to be a star she's a good actress excellent like her a lot
2: well I, I i want to see more films like that made i don't think everything needs to be a tent pole. obviously we no. need these big big hits out there but you know your smaller budgeted films i i think we need more of that and and i like to see the big distributors you know like we've talked about before the big four i like to see the big four baking those movies when some of these smaller companies Uh, are making these films, they just can't get the word out, and there's a lot of content out there now, and I think people are overwhelmed by a lot of that content. And really, um, if a big distributor can make kind of a mid-range, mid-budget film, it's got a better shot at reaching an audience and getting people to pay attention because it's being handled by someone who has it together. I mean, you look at a movie like Crazy Rich Asians, I mean, it's it's a goofball. Boy, it made a Bunch of money, but a goofball, funny comedy, and you know Warner's rolled the dice on that, and it was a hit. And you know, I'm I'm glad they handled it. You know, it's it, it's so different than say the Meg, right? Right. I'm glad Warner Brothers did that. I'm glad to see those things out there like that. I mean, you know, you you, you got a Stars Wars, which is Oscar bait, but still,
1: you know. All right. Matt, thanks for coming in today. It's Thank always you, a pleasure. Go to the movies this weekend and go to one of his theaters because he's showing all the first runs as well as. Get one of those popcorn buckets. I've got one. It pays for itself big time over the course of the year. All right. We'll be back in just a moment on the Dave Ellswick Show. But first, here's the news. All right. Back with you. Dave Ellswick Show. Got about 30 minutes. Let's catch up on the news. Uh, Dow Jones right now, 336.25 up today. All green across the board, Uh, 1.36%. NASDAQ up 73 points, up one point, and the S&P uh, 500 up 34.75 points, uh, an overall 1.30% jump. So very good. Been a pretty good week this week uh, for the Dow, and that's a good thing. You know, the, the Fed staying out of the way, not raising interest rates. has a lot to say about that. Uh, If you haven't been paying any attention uh, with the weather, a large storm is uh, coming ashore on the California coast. And it's bringing huge, huge flooding rains and heavy mountain snow. If uh, you're waiting to see what's going to happen for skiing season out there in California, here shortly into Colorado... Uh, the new snow that's falling is being measured in feet, multiple feet. Blizzard and winter storm warnings are in effect for those areas expected to receive 80 to 100 inches of snow. From the time the snow started yesterday all the way through uh, today, that's more than eight feet of snow in just a couple of days. Put that in perspective, that is more snow uh, than they have seen over the last five years. And uh, 60 to 80 inches of snow is still yet to come. On top of the snow, hurricane force wind gusts greater than 80 miles per hour will be likely in the uh, highest elevation. So if you uh, haven't made uh, your time uh, ready to go as far as what you're going to do, Uh, For skiing, you might want to do that uh, now. Got a couple of uh, snowstorms on the east side of the nation. The uh, second in this pair of snowstorms is going to bring heavy snow and blizzard conditions to the central plains and Midwest from today into Saturday. In fact, it's impacting travel as we speak. Be glad that you're not flying to the east coast or from the east coast right now because, man... Air, air travel is in terrible, terrible knots right now. Temperatures from the central plains to the Great Lakes and Ohio Valley will plummet from the 20s, 30s, and 40 Fahrenheit during the storm to the single digits, teens and 20s immediately behind it. Residents from the upper Midwest to the central plains and western Great Lakes are going to be the first to experience the arrival of Arctic air on Saturday followed by the Ohio Valley and Central Appalachians on Sunday and the Northeast on Sunday night. Quote says uh, the uh, folks in the Weather Bureau, excuse me, because of the brutal cold following the storm, those expected to be in the area of heaviest snow may experience lengthy power outages that could lead to pipes bursting, especially on exterior walls or those that are improperly Insulated, anybody living in a uh, community should have a backup generator on hand and be prepared to seek alternative ways of staying warm. Temperatures expected to fall through the single digits with real field temperatures below zero for the NFL playoff game at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City on Sunday evening. I'll watch that just to see them play in the snow and in the cold. Real football. Northerly, northerly winds are uh, likely to gust between 30 and 45 miles per hour at the height of the storm and its immediate wake spreading from west to east during Saturday and Sunday. Those traveling on interstates and secondary roadways and areas expected to receive substantial amounts of snow through the weekend should be alert for blowing and drifting snow that can cause rapid reductions in roadway visibility. And then finally, it may get so cold in portions in the Midwest and Great Lakes region that chemicals used to treat roadways and melt snow and ice will become ineffective. Even in areas where all or mostly rain falls from the storm over parts of the southern plains to near and south of the Ohio River, a rapid freeze-up can lead to icy patches on the roadways and sidewalks. Freezing air will even penetrate into the deep south, reaching the central Gulf Coast by Saturday night, and northern and central Florida by Sunday night. So some real cold weather coming down. We are just on the edge of any of that. It basically is not going to have much of an effect on us. In fact, uh, the... uh, Weather in our area is looking pretty doggone uh, nice compared to that. Looking for tomorrow, a bit of rain, some snow up on the northern part of the state. High tomorrow in our area, 56 degrees, low of 24. And then on Sunday, plenty of sunshine, uh, 42 degrees. And then Sunday night, throw a couple extra logs on the fire, turn on the Kansas City game. And uh, feel bad for those people sitting down in cold watching it. Low of 26. Monday, partly sunny, high of 49. Tuesday, some rain, 58. Wednesday, sunny and uh, 40 degrees. I'm just telling you, weather for our winter thus far, I'm all about it. I'm enjoying it. I can do without the ice. I can do without the snow. I can definitely do without the cold now. So I'm enjoying this mild el nino winter that we're getting we're getting the, the 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 west coast warm moist here that's why we've had so much rain and a lot of clouds but i'll take that instead of you know 60 inches of snow but can you imagine 60 inches of snow here Russ? what that would mean we would not be moving for several days
4: we wouldn't be moving for several weeks
1: <laughs> i don't know if it would be that long but it it would it would be for a long time because uh, what is it? We then? have
4: some severe flooding after it all started to melt.
1: Oh yeah. Well, you know, I here is what. Let me give you the the positive side of all the snow that they're getting above five thousand feet uh, in California. That's going to sit there until spring, and then it's going to start melting, and they're going to get a they're going to have a lot more water than they've had here in the past. Now, the question is, have they been taking care of all the dams along the uh, riverways and waterways in California so that it can handle all of that?
4: Oh, no, they'd be afraid they'd uh, endanger some fish species under the water.
1: I mean, do you realize that what we're talking about falling as far as snow goes, uh, they're they're calling for just about eight and a half feet of snow. And uh, that's eight and a half feet of rain, too. You know that's what's well, a twelve twelve inches per per foot of snow, I guess. So you're looking at uh, you know you take uh, eight times twelve. That's your your hundred. Uh, that's that's a lot of rain that's falling up in those upper elevations. So all of that is going to make its way down, and the San Joaquin Valley is going to be happy when that happens. Uh, the people who got the olive tree going to be happy up there in the northern part up there by chico and stuff gonna be great tell you just just uh i'm i'm hoping that almond prices will come down hope that uh olive prices i'm not i'm not a big olive guy but have you seen all the new olives that they've got the stuffings that they're putting in them now russ no i haven't they've been putting um you can get olives and get olives that are stuffed with jalapenos I'm thinking well, I've about,
4: known about jalapeno stuffed olives. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, about I garlic stuffed olives. Yeah,
1: all kinds of stuffed olives. I mean, uh, I'm thinking about maybe uh, picking up some of the jalapeno ones, and he knows because there was just an article out by the CDC two weeks ago saying that if you eat a hot pepper once a month, hear that again, once a month, take in, uh, and I take in more than one, I eat. Jalapenos all the time on stuff. Bottom line, your uh, your lifespan increases by thirteen uh, percent. Pretty good. So there's something to them, you know, blowing out the, you know, your um, I guess your arteries and stuff burns the bad stuff out. That's uh, all there. So I and I didn't see any stories about talking about you know now you're a big hot pepper guy. What what is the scale that they use on hot peppers? The Scoville scale. Okay. It didn't say anything about if you ate this end of the Scoville, Scoville you know, scale, you're going to get better health benefits if you eat lower
4: on that scale. So But they're saying that. No, if you eat hot, hot peppers if you eat just just you know, if you'll eat a couple, uh, you don't have to go kill yourself. You can go get uh y- you can go get a jalapeno I
1: love and eat jalapenos. a
4: jalapeno jalapenos okay yes the easy way to do it cut it and de-seed it and then eat the pepper don't you, eat the seeds but you're getting the rid seeds of are what is the hottest part of the pepper i guys. love
1: having them. here's what i like cut them, yeah, I'll cut them the in seeds. slices and cook them and then eat them oh, that's good stuff you like deep fried hot peppers
4: you know, like, I try not to eat the fried stuff. Remember, we both have I, I coronary artery that, but disease.
1: Still, I'm thinking that the hot, the, the seeds will negate the frying.
4: <laughs> no, that's not how that works. That's it's my like logic. Going to McDonald's, right. eating a Big Mac, a large order of fries, <laughs> and drinking a diet Coke, and
1: then forget it. And then I'm going to eat a hot pepper, and it'll burn out all of. All the bad stuff. All right, a break. We got more coming your way here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, so you know that Fridays are fun Fridays here on my show, which means I I tend to move away from talking really heavy politics or anything. That's why I haven't been talking about the wall or the shutdown or anything like that. Uh, But that doesn't mean that we don't mention newsworthy things. I mean, talking about the weather, talking about if you're going up to the Midwest or you're heading out to the East Coast, You're going to run into some nasty weather over the weekend, and you might have some travel delays and things of that nature. Here's something I did not know was going to happen, and so I I want to give this to you because I I like to watch the stars. I like to watch the planets. And uh, there's a total lunar eclipse and supermoon all wrapped into one happening Sunday night. Uh, It's going to start late in the 8th p.m. hour here in our area, and I just checked to see what the sky conditions are supposed to be, and they're saying that we should be uh, pretty clear, so we should be able to see this. The moon, earth, and sun line up uh, over the weekend for the only total lunar eclipse this year and next. At the same time, the moon will be ever so closer to earth and appear slightly bigger and brighter than usual, so a supermoon. Uh, said uh, Rice University astrophysicist Patrick Hartigan, this one is particularly good. It is not uh, only a supermoon and a total eclipse, but the total eclipse lasts pretty long. It's about an hour. The whole eclipse starts Sunday night, depending on the location, and it will, will take about three hours. It begins in the partial phase at 9.34 our time. That's when the Earth's shadow will begin to nip at the moon. Totality, when Earth's shadow completely blankets the moon, will last 62 minutes. And we that begins our time at uh, a quarter till 11 p.m. All right, 1045. If skies are clear, the entire eclipse is visible in North and South America as well as Greenland, Iceland, Ireland, Great Britain, Norway, Sweden, Portugal, and the French and Spanish coasts. The rest of Europe, as well as Africa, will have to uh, just do with a partial viewing before the moon sets. Uh, Some live streaming, if you want to watch the live stream of it, uh, the Griffith Observatory in Los Angeles is live streaming it. During totality, the moon will look red because of sunlight scattering off Earth's atmosphere. That's why an eclipse moon is sometimes known as a blood moon. In January, the full moon is also sometimes known as the wolf moon or the great spirit moon. So informally speaking, the upcoming lunar eclipse will be a super blood wolf or great spirit moon, what they call it. In the U.S., the eclipse will begin relatively early Sunday night, making it easier for children to stay up and enjoy the show. Plus, the next day is a federal holiday. Remember that. It's on Martin Luther King's birthday or Martin Luther King Day uh, on Monday. Now, the weather forecast for much of the U.S. doesn't look good. We look pretty doggone good. You should be able to see this. Parrots can keep their kids up maybe a little bit later, says Hardigan, who will catch the lunar extravaganza from Houston. It's just a wonderful thing for the whole family to see because it's fairly rare to have all of these kinds of things come together at the same time. The uh, good thing about this is that you don't need any special equipment. You don't have to be protecting your eyes or anything like that. You get to see, you know, something happening Uh, in space just with the naked eye. Asia, Australia, New Zealand are out of luck this year. The next total lunar eclipse won't be until May 2021. As for full moon supermoons, this will be the first of three this year. The upcoming supermoon will be about uh, 222,000 miles away. The February 9th supermoon will be a bit closer, and the one on March 20th is going to be the farthest away. So there you have it. Wanted to give you that information. It's cool, you know, if you can stay up with your kids to watch that. They'll get a big bang out of it. You go out and watch, go out and see it now. Put your coat on, dress warm, low that night, 24 uh, degrees. So you want to be sure that you're all right. Uh, they had a biblical snow, uh not snowstorm, but a sandstorm in Cairo. This is really wild, incredible Cairo sandstorm has in in uh, dyed the entire sky orange. Some locals have had to seek shelter indoors after high winds carried a thick blanket of sand over the area. Authorities have told those with respiratory problems to avoid going outside while the sand is in the air while a lot of other people are using masks or scarves to cover their uh, faces. The brutal winds cause rough seas and force the ports of Suez to shut down. The bizarre weather event is unusual. In January, locals who filmed the incredible site noted the odd temperature while the orange hue hung over the city. One man said the temperature was quite cold despite the warm tones. It was about 10 to 15 degrees uh, Celsius. And these are pretty some pretty cool uh, pictures. I'm looking at... Uh, Uh, in cairo and uh, boy it's really really yellow it's amazing egypt today reported that several parks and zoos have closed their doors experts said that cairo and lower egyptian cities are expected to witness rainfall during the day it probably will rain mud they said by the way speaking of weird things falling uh in the rain did you see That area in uh, South America, did you see this, Russ, that was raining spiders? Yeah, it was raining, and it rained spiders.
4: That just about freaked me out.
1: That would give, I'd have nightmares. I'm just saying, I would make sure that I'm not out when it does that. I'd be inside, I'd put all kinds of, of, uh, you know, pillows or whatever you need down at the bottom of the door so nothing comes crawling under the crack of the door nothing but it were if i guess it was about a two-hour phenomena down in south america these little black uh spiders were falling uh, out of the clouds it was raining literally raining
4: learn how to tap spiders.
1: <laughs> it, it, i'm just saying that that's nightmare material. I, I
4: really don't know that uh, that a pillow under the door would help in that case. I mean, if they're that small and they're falling out of the sky, it, you got to believe that uh, there is something, some other way for them to get into the house,
1: because
4: yeah, houses are not, as you like to think, completely closed down.
1: Yeah, I agree. They're not that's not serious. I understand that. I'm just saying, it was raining spiders. So uh, all of my friends that are arachnophobia like me, uh, we can have nightmares tonight. What's
4: that on top of your head? Yeah, there
1: you go. All right, uh, Davis Smith, who is the co-founder and CEO of Cotopaxi, an outdoor gear and apparel company, says. Utah's economy is booming," said he. Considered launching the company in Seattle or San Francisco before deciding nearly five years ago, base it in Utah, partly because of the quick access to top-notch ski resorts and bike trails, but mostly because of the young, growing, and well-educated population. Check this out: there are two hundred thousand full-time students that live within a one-hour radius of their office in salt lake city they employ 85 workers and it is booming that they got a great talent pool to be hiring from as well i'll mention more about this as we go on in the show today just saying if you're finding problems using your uh you know uh, talents maybe utah's calling you you just never know a break and more coming your way here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, Kat Robinson joins us. I'm really excited. She's She has been under the weather here for the last few months, and it's, re- it's good and to see you. She's been her. under pressure from yeah, now oh, She's a writing book. a book, yeah. Here, let me get another tell one. You. For all our, our friends. Uh, is, uh, is the camera on? Negative. Okay, it's off, Whoa. so you got to get it started again.
4: i'm having a little trouble over here so you know this thing is not working right
1: okay well i just wanted to show everybody her book it's This is really cool. This got a lot more pictures in it.
5: Yeah, this has more than 450 full-color photos in it. This is Arkansas Food, the A to Z of eating in the natural state. And, yes, I put out two books last year in in 2018. I don't recommend it to anybody. It is not easy. Uh, Of course, I did everything in this book from uh, shooting the photography to uh, all the words, to laying it out. So pretty much everything except for actually physically printing, this is it. This is, hopefully, the answer to the question, what is Arkansas food? I've been working on and off on this for 11 years.
1: Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. good. You sound like M. Knight working on uh, his trilogy. Oh, took goodness. It, only took him 19 years. 19
5: like, years. You no. Know, and with glass being the final part of it.
1: Oh, my heavens. No, I'm,
5: I'm not that patient. I had to get the word out. So gotta, gotta your i got to ask you a question. I opened
1: up the book. I just uh-huh. opened it up. And I came upon, is it pho? It's pho. Pho. Okay, yeah. I didn't know what the exact pronunciation it, it, is It's of basically
5: it. a, a, a Vietnamese soup, but it's become very fo- popular in um, Fort Smith area for all the refugees that ended up there after uh, um, different- the Cambodian boat Cambodian boat lift, boat lift uh, the Saigon airlift, and mm-hmm. uh, they all got brought into Fort Chaffee And many of these folks just love settling there. Yeah, they love it. They liked it here. Uh, Just like the – What a big surprise. Just like the Cubans in 1980, they have settled in the area. So there's this great microcosm. Fort Smith is the most culinarily diverse city in the state of Arkansas, and pho is a good part of that. We're just now getting it here in Little
3: Rock.
1: I will tell you, I over – and I think it still exists – uh-huh. The uh, Vietnamese restaurant that's over there oh, on Jackelford? Shackleford. Yeah,
5: Phu Thang Mai is the best I, place to get I, in the city.
1: Uh, uh, let me tell you, he don't talk about it much, but the man who owns there, there yeah. was part of the South Vietnamese Army, and he fought during the Vietnam War. If you, if you ever got a chance, tell him thanks. Yeah. Seriously, tell him thank yeah. you. Uh, he'll talk to you a little bit about it. Yeah. Pretty interesting to talk to him. But yeah, this is... This is very cool. And on the same page,
5: we talk about pickled eggs. Pickled (laughs) eggs
1: in Heber Springs.
5: Yeah, uh, pickled eggs are, are part of our culinary lexicon here. I mean, anybody who has grown up in the state of Arkansas, if you're 40 or older, chances are at some point or another, you went out to go fishing one morning, you came back in to get more bait, and there's this jar on the counter, and it's full of pickled eggs. Now, you might also see a jar of pickled pig's feet, but the eggs, for some reason or another, are very popular here in Arkansas. So there's two recipes for how to make them yourself
1: yeah this is pretty good i'm looking at this uh, have you had pickled eggs oh, of course i have okay i have not and i'm oh, just goodness. saying i mean do you just you boil you you boil the eggs right yes okay yes. i'm gonna say you're not gonna have a raw. Yeah, they're
5: pickled boiled eggs and in fact they're
1: if you go up to what do they taste like salty is it salty there, and garlicky?
5: They, uh, depends on the type you get. There's uh, several different types of uh, pickled eggs out there. The ones we get are, are salty with a little bit of sour, like a pickle on the outside, but uh-huh. you know, they're, little, they're saltier on the inside than a regular egg. But you can also get garlic ones. You mm. can get uh, uh, spicy ones. Ooh. There's a little shop up in uh, Heber Springs, a uh, uh, little uh, country store up there, that sells six different varieties of, of them. So <laughs> they are quite popular.
1: I'm, this is pretty cool. this is <laughs> this is total this is called Arkansas Food, the A to Z of eating in the natural state. yeah. you're watching on Facebook. there it is. I'm holding a copy up. she's holding a copy up. You can get this uh, at any place you buy <laughs> you, books? You
5: can get them. Barnes & Noble is supposed to be getting them in. I, I think they have them in, but I haven't bought by, by today. I just dropped off the very first hardcover version of oh, this book wow. over at Wordsworth Books. So cool. if you're out and about today and you want one for posterity, that's where, go get them. Or you can go over to Honey Pies or to Eggshell Kitchen Company. Now, they, these are all the places that currently have Arkansas food in the city, but... Um, and it's spreading. Of course, you can also go to Amazon and Barnes & Noble, or you could go to uh, Tie-Dye Travels. There's links there. And Tantipress.com, which is the, the press that I've started up. I mean, I, whenever I started with um, Arkansas Pie, or I should say another slice of Arkansas Pie, I needed a publisher. So I learned the business and literally, I've learned a business to the point where I'm also doing all my own layout and everything from securing that uh, essential Library of Congress number to getting the, the little barcodes in the back of the book, you name it. Uh, so Tanti has these two titles of mine, and hopefully we'll have some more titles by other authors here in Arkansas in the coming year.
1: Got a laugh in the back. I thought that was a rubber chicken. Uh, yes. Bill Clinton weighing a chicken <laughs> at an Arkansas Poultry Federation event. I thought it was a rubber chicken he had there.
5: That's a real chicken right there. A the
1: real deal, huh?
5: Yeah, it's a bit of a joke. All my books have pictures of Bill Clinton and Elvis Presley. Now, Elvis has his own listing in the book under um, under P for Presley because Elvis's very presence has put restaurants in the National Historic Register. So, of course, I had to say something about that. Uh, you just gotta love Elvis. You really do, and then you you'll notice on the pizza page well,
1: he loved food. I know that
5: love food <laughs> on the pizza page. You can uh, catch a a shot of our friend uh, Anthony Valinotti down from DeLuca's Pizza. All right, yeah, I mean, talking about amazing pizza across the state, of course we had to put Anthony in. I got
1: I've got to get his number from you. I got to get both those guys back. On.
5: Absolutely, they I, they, they would did love such to a come. great
1: they did such a great job, and it was so much fun having them here and uh you know shame on me i've yet to get over and and you know had a pizza there or had a steak at the steakhouse and things of that nature just great stuff i mean this i was actually cool. over
5: in uh, hot springs yesterday and the only reason i didn't stick around was i had to come back and pick up my daughter from school mm-hmm. um found a new place over there which obviously is in the book since i found it yesterday called capo's tacos right across from Oakland, like the name. same place as uh these people also own the the blue monkey grill which is beloved there in town but they had an amazing array of tacos so. okay
1: so i gotta ask you a question yeah. uh-huh. you've been over there now yeah how what's the feeling there in the town about starting the racing season later <sighs> do the people like it or not like it
5: the business owners are a little blue about it
1: a little hesitant about but the locals it. don't the locals don't care they know people are going to come. Get
5: the, they know people are going to come. Um, it was weird going in this time of year and not having to fight the traffic because I'm so used to planning my, my route around going down Central Avenue. But I had no issue going in there and there were still tables empty at Capo's. Um, had my lunch and moved on and no, none of the for wear.
1: Now, here's the key. Getting into hot springs now is easy as pie.
5: Oh yes, you just go down seventy. Oh, they, now that it's it oh, poorly so nice. all the way down. Oh, it's nice. It's a little weird for those of us that grew up where when the trees used to cross overhead on seventy. I mean, yeah, yeah. they used to not keep it cut back at all. Um, important information: if you are headed down there, the rest stop is currently closed for renovation. So if you need to go when you go, um, mm-hmm. try one of the new service stations. There's uh, three or four that have yeah, popped up. Several along now. Well,
1: gonna yeah. be a lot. More, I think they'll have a lot more people coming into Hot Springs because it's easy to get in and easy to get out.
5: And it it, it shaves easily, uh, shaves 10 minutes off the time.
1: Yeah, if not more. Yeah. (laughs) Because I always got stuck behind somebody that wanted to drive slow when there's two lanes.
5: That's just just the nature of it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it really, really was. All right, Kat Robinson's with us until six o'clock. We've got a lot of different things to talk about uh, with her new book. It's called Arkansas Food. The A to Z of eating in natural state. Again, if you're watching on Facebook, it looks like this. <laughs> you know? It
5: is colorful and it will make you hungry. Do
1: I just hold hold it like this you for you? You just hold it like
5: this. Ah. I'm
1: just holding then you it, it for the back, and You can see our yeah.
5: Arkansas black apples and our cheese dip on the back mm. of it. Uh, and, of course, on the front, cheese those are purple dip. whole peas.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, I, I was telling everybody about this. Let me mention it to you as well. Uh-huh. Tomo- uh, Sunday night. Yeah. Starting at uh, about 1045. Okay. Full eclipse of the moon. Oh, it's yes. A super yes. blood moon. So you don't want to miss it.
5: Oh, I, I don't plan it's to. It's going to be nice. I'll be out there.
1: And Sunday my night is going to be, be fairly clear. Day, so. That's what I'm saying. And, and it's perfect for the kids.
5: we just got to get these clouds out of here.
1: Well, they're going to be gone. They're yeah. saying that it's going to be fairly clear that night. All right. 16, 17 after 4. Uh, you made it through today. That's good for you. The rest of us will be following you down the uh, expressways. In a short, short. Let's take a break here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you. We're talking with Kat Robinson. She's she's had the time to come here on the show. She's got herself healthy. She's still got bags under her eyes because she <laughs> she needs some rest. I mean, it, most people put out a book every three years. Yeah. I mean, you're talking like Lee Child or somebody like that. They're working on a new Jack Reacher book every for every two or three years. You put out – now, was it three books in the I last out, year and a half?
5: I put out two books um, in the year. In fact, uh, literally, uh, I started working on another slice of Arkansas pie on December 26th of 2017. And Arkansas Food uh, came out on December 20th. So just under a year, two big books with full-color photography. I don't recommend it to anybody, but I felt driven to get this one out there.
1: Well, I think this – just the layout of this book mm-hmm. And all the color In this yeah. book I think this is your best book
5: Well I feel like it is I feel like this I mean, is what really I've been trying to do all this time. And what I'm hoping is that we get this in textbook form. We get it into our schools so that mm-hmm. we can teach people. Y'all need to be proud this of our culinary heritage. Yeah. The way we eat, man. Come on. And That's people probably. are starting to feel that way. Uh, the other day, uh, Arkansas Food was number one on hot new releases on Amazon's Southern cooking food and wine charts. So there's definitely a desire to know more about it. Now it's just uh, getting the word out there to as many people as possible. So uh, we can spread the uh, wealth of knowledge here
1: okay so i gotta ask i'm i yeah. just flip, i'm just flipping through and you just looking. open it up at a
5: random spot
1: yeah pineapple coconut pecan pie the
5: pcp now this was a popular pie at uh, the former ed and k's down in benton arkansas one of
1: that, oh yeah. i'm gonna tell you what me and the man <laughs> ray lincoln yeah used to go broadcast from there about once every couple of months oh yeah and he used to drive Ed crazy. Oh yeah, because he would say it should be Kay and Ed's. And, and would have told
5: you the same thing. Yeah. Bless her heart. You know, we stayed in touch over all those years. I hate seeing that spot empty down there because you know yes. uh, Bruno's went out. Uh, that Bruno's.
1: They're, went out. they're done now. Huh? They
5: are done. So the place That's is up sad. for sale. I, I wish she, wish she had the gumption to do it again. But I certainly understand she put in her time. Uh, yeah, but, she's uh, tired, man. She, yeah, and time everybody deserves a break. Um, I'm thinking I might get one eventually. <laughs> but uh, PCP was also um, a pie at um, uh, down in um, Pine Bluff back in the day. But nobody's carrying this now. So here's the, the recipe. The Station
1: Restaurant.
5: Oh, the Station. It used to be on the square mm-hmm. in Bentonville. Because of all the development, they uh, lost their lease, and they've moved uh, several blocks away. But they're still very, very accept, uh, ex- accessible. They're good folks, too.
1: Well, I'm looking at This is an easy pie to make. Yeah quarter cup of butter two cups of sugar four eggs one and a half cup that seven ounce package of coconut shredded po- coconut half a cup of pecan six ounces crushed pineapple drained pour it in a nine inch pie shell yeah and it's baked. easy
5: and you bake it
1: Ooh, it looks good bake for 350 until firm about one hour
5: everyone told me back in the day oh you got to go for the mile high pie at ed and Gay's, but this one was always my favorite and i'm so glad i had that recipe
1: You know, if pineapple is used correctly, it can be a real addition in baking. Oh, yeah. I mean, really, really good. And now you've got to tell me about this because I have not heard about this. And we've got Uh about five minutes and (laughs) you can talk about it. I want you to talk about the Ozark banana.
5: Oh, the pawpaw! The pawpaw, <laughs> yeah. This is the largest indigenous fruit that we have here in Arkansas. How
1: have I never heard about them? Because you don't get them in stores.
5: Uh, in why? fact,
1: why we, we grow this many of them? Grow why this not? Many,
5: but they are they are a wild crop. This is not something that we cultivate here um, in Arkansas. Although I would suspect eventually somebody's going to try. Uh, but it's it's kind of like a mild uh, citrusy banana flavor, and. The reason that I had to have you, uh, I had to ask somebody if I could use their photo for this because uh, they, there's a huge crop of them up there on Signal Hill up on top of Mount Magazine. And mm-hmm. the folks there called me and said, they're here. You know, they're, they're, uh, they, they're ready for you to shoot. And I get up there and the deer got them. So I have a great piece of video <laughs> of the deer out there, but I have no pictures of my own of these pawpaws. But I didn't know that they were a special thing when I was a kid. we just found them out in the woods and we'd eat them. But Man. yeah, how tastes, big are they? Oh, a mm, little bit bigger than my palm. Yeah. Although I've seen them bigger, bigger than that. I once saw them at Sam's Oriental store down in southwest Little Rock, and uh, they were considerably bigger. But uh, I didn't ask at the time, and I wish I had to figure out where in the world they got them. But yeah, pawpaws are definitely an Arkansas food.
1: OK, so that you say here, yeah, the fruit is one of the oldest fruits native to North America. That's right. Generally green in color, but creamy inside. You can eat the creamy part, but the seeds and the skin, yeah, will give you a t- tummy ache.
5: Um, that's a nice way of putting it.
1: <laughs> okay, it,
5: it, it, it'll it was, it'll whistle through. It'll,
1: <laughs> it'll clean you out, in other words. And the flesh must be eaten when it's entirely ripe. Now, how do you tell when they're entirely ripe? They're soft they're just really they're soft. soft
5: i mean it's soft like, like an, a banana. Like an a-
1: avocado or something like uh, that
5: yeah thereabouts okay. but if it's hard no you don't know because once again they'll go right through you <laughs>
1: okay so the the fruit lasts less than a week in refrigeration mm-hmm. uh you're not likely to find them out on the, the mm-hmm. counter somewhere they can be eaten raw baked or even in pie where the pineapple-banana flavor pairs well with cream.
5: Also guava. I didn't write that in there, but it's got a sort of guava undertone to it.
1: Okay. Looks good. I'm just telling you. <laughs> it. And it's interesting. And
5: people don't know about it. It's like they don't know about uh, prickly pear. They think that this uh, big paddle-shaped uh, cacti, it's in people's lawns. is just decorative, but it's completely edible. Um, the little florette things of them are actually these these cylinder like they turn um they turn pink and they sort of have a uh, somewhere between a rhubarb and a strawberry kind of soft but sparkly flavor to them but the paddles themselves can be eaten uh, in fact uh, Mexican communities eat these and they're called uh, nopales Okay. Or, and whenever you slice them up and you fry them they're called nopalitos uh, and you're gonna see them all over state in fact one of my neighbors has one in the front yard that is uh, just taken over his front yard
3: <laughs> man I'm a look here
5: this
1: is so cool the stuff that you got in here you you amazed me of how you pull things in here that I have you know I've never even heard about it. and I've been here in the state now for almost a uh, a uh, uh, almost 25 years.
5: Well, that's the whole idea. We need to get the word out. It's like these are things that are part of our culinary heritage, and we need to hold on to these. Otherwise, um, we're going to be a generic mixed state like everybody else. Have you ever heard of the Tom Olive?
1: No, I have not.
5: <laughs> this is another Arkansas creation that even I didn't realize was an Arkansas creation until I sat down to uh, put this book together. It was created at the Atkins Pickle Company, same place where you know we had all of our pickles. And mm-hmm. that inspired Burnell Austin to make the uh, fried uh, pickle back in the day. Good Tom stuff. Olives, um, they are the immature... Um, tomatoes, so they're little bitty green tomatoes that are pickled, and they look like olives. Now, here we don't eat a lot of them, but in Manhattan they're a component in cocktails. They're used in cocktails instead of olives in some places, and they're made uh, in Alma, Arkansas, at the Old South Pickling Company. So, hmm. something unusual, something very different that Arkansas makes. And that's the whole idea here.
1: I mean, yeah. I'm just I'm just kind of flipping <laughs> through this. And if I get quiet, it's because I'm sitting here it's like, reading oh some stuff of this pretty cool stuff. <laughs> you just
5: soak into it.
1: This is some really good, I mean, this is not only, you know, about food. This is history yeah. and everything in it. This is really well, it's good. it's all tied
5: together. I mean, you can't really talk about, say, hush puppies without talking about the hush puppy machine down at the uh, Grady Fish Fry. And if you talk about that, you've got to talk about the uh, internees from Cummins that come out each year to fry those hush puppies through the hush puppy machine at the fish fry. And then you get to talking about the uh, Cummins Band, which uh, plays good old-fashioned southern rock and roll. All
1: right. got to get to the news, Kat. And we're going right. to come back. we got... Another hour and a half. You got questions? 8230965. If we start talking about something that brings back memories, 8230965. We'd like to hear from you. Let's get to the news and uh, see what's going on. I want to talk about pimento cheese when we come back. It's all happening here on the Dave Elswick Show. Name of the new book from Cat Robinson Arkansas Food. The A to Z of eating in the natural state. More coming your way. Now, I'm going to tell you one of the things that I like about just flipping through, all yeah. right, that I've noticed. Yeah. Several things are already been mentioned in this book. Yes. That now, if if I tell a young person about them, they uh-huh. don't have a clue. Yeah, it's true. They would not have a clue. I mean, a lot of people don't understand sweet milk. Now, basically what it is, milk with sugar in it, and- you know, then you put uh, your, your bread in it, your cornbread. Yeah,
5: you put your cornbread and in it. And
1: you mix it together, and you eat it out with a spoon.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, for you, it's because people haven't had to eat because of how prosperous our country is now. It's part they, of it. Yeah, but I'm just saying they don't have to eat poor. No. No, We've eaten all. poor. Russ <laughs> knows what <laughs> yes, I'm talking we about. We've <laughs> eaten poor. You know, yeah. I, I was born on the wrong side of the tracks. That's what they used to say when I was a kid. And uh, eating bologna sandwiches and all that stuff. Uh huh. I love that stuff.
5: Macaroni and
4: government cheese.
5: That's it. Well, bologna was high class. Pimento cheese was at the time. And I'm that glad was you brought cheap. that up because uh, whenever Mom and I first moved up to Little Rock, that's I ate so much pimento cheese because cheese was cheap. It's not like it is now. And well, you get everybody a has jar jar of some pimentos. kind of
1: Some kind of twist. Yeah. On there, you got to <laughs> eat Sargento because it's real okay. cheese. Yeah, that's- you know what I'm saying? I can't even imagine. Well, I mean, you've seen their ads, too. I've seen, seen the ads, saying.
5: but, you know, cheese is a good quality cheese does not have to have a special name brand on it.
1: No, it does not. I agree with it. Now, agreed. Velveeta is not real cheese okay? it is
5: pasteurized processed cheese
1: food <laughs> yeah
5: and it has its purposes in fact there's a I love
1: that cheese there's a recipe food. for rotel
5: cheese dip in there along with four other cheese it's dip good. recipes. it is it serves its purpose yes. but it is not high class cheese no uh, but government cheese wasn't either no it neither was, was neither was uh um we used to buy rat chap what we call rat trap cheese. It was New York extra sharp cheddar cheese to make it with. So that particular rat, rat trap. trap, that's like what we that. called it. I like because that. cheddar gets sharper as it ages. So uh, the sharper Ooh, it was, the lower quality the was better seen at the it is. time. And now it's considered very gourmet. So uh, <laughs>
1: here was my dad. My dad, won- here's stuff that he used to chew on when he's watching the Cubs on baseball, and I would be sitting on the couch with him. He'd be eating a can of sardines. Yeah. Uh, If he wanted something sweet, he would have an apple. Yeah. And he'd be cutting it in thin slices and putting a piece of very sharp cheddar cheese on it. And that's Uh what he was eating. I'm just saying, those those things, as you talk about this, just brings (laughs) back memories to me.
5: So there's another one that's disappeared in here. And it's not really a food per se. It is a custom. And this is the custom of buttering crackers yes uh and i actually think i'm nuts i do that of a buttered cracker just to say it and it's (laughs) it okay i don't know if this is something that's popped up in arkansas just because we're thrifty or whatever but my entire life i can remember going into classic restaurants and there'll be a basket of crackers out there and there'll be pats of butter that are separated by little bits of wax paper Mm -hmm. and i can remember uh, I can remember men that would sit at the table and just butter these crackers and eat them. And that was their appetizer. Oh, it
1: was good.
5: The only still place is good. that I know that still does those butter pats like that is the Venetian Inn up in Town, And, of course, there you got the trifle rolls that are there. And those rolls, the recipe for the rolls is in the book. <laughs> All right.
1: Now, if you need, I have a special recipe if you'd like it. Okay. It was given to me just the other day. I've got the recipe for a very famous, um, what is it? Potato potato salad?
3: Huh?
5: Really?
1: Yeah. It's uh, it comes out of this really great barbecue place. Oh goodness! You know who I'm talking about?
5: Actually, I'm not sure.
1: Right here, locally. I oh, mean, locally. You oh. go to the the what's the big barbecue place that's down uh, by uh, you know the uh, the the movie theater, Riverdale Ten. And then you got another one that's up here so you're talking market. about whole hog yeah whole hog wow <laughs> is that not the best that is the a, best potato salad they do about? a great job of yeah, potato salad i've got the recipe
5: oh my gosh
1: i'm a have
5: <laughs> well you want under talk about threat sacred? of death
1: to me uh-huh i cannot tell you where i got it <laughs>
5: Well, I actually do name names in here because everyone is talking about the Minuteman coming back. Okay. So if you open up to the Minuteman, it's a two-page spread in the book. Okay. And there's the recipe for the special sauce.
1: Oh, holy cow, folks.
5: (laughs) I got that recipe from all people from uh, Joe St. Columbia of Pasquale's Tamales down in Helena, West Helena. and i am there it is, thrilled. Minuteman. the minute man is going to be coming back this is something uh you'll uh if you go to tie, tie Dye travels from a few years ago there's an article that says bring back the minute man i've written about it several times there not just uh, about the history but about visiting the last location in el dorado arkansas well now linda down there who runs the place she has finally been convinced hey Let's go ahead and bring this back. So yeah, this is I'm cool. excited for those three locations to come and see where it goes. But there's also the Minuteman special sauce. And so if you want to make some up for yourself, it's right here. It is a large quantity.
1: Mm. <laughs> it looks good. Well, you can oh, just yeah. go in and you can figure out the proportions. You make yourself
5: a gallon of this. At a oh,
1: time. it looks good. <laughs> that looks really good. Let me just read a little bit of this because it's interesting and yeah, you'll want to re- read more about it. I'm not going to read the whole article, but what would Wendy's be like without the slogan, old-fashioned hamburgers? Yeah, Would fast food restaurants be the same without product giveaways? And would those chains be so popular without special meals for kids? These sort of developments were part of the marketing genius of an Arkansas-based hamburger chain that's almost faded from history, Minuteman. Wes Hall's original concept restaurant came out of a 24-hour coffee shop that he owned with two other partners at 407 Broadway and Little Rock back in 1948. Eight years into the operation, he bought out his partners, converted the place into a hamburger joint. Soon, he had franchised out the Minuteman name and the product across the state and even further to seven states and 57 locations. Yeah, And he's... He is the brainchild behind a lot of things that you see now yes. and take just for granted.
5: Uh, of course, he had the uh, the magic meal. This was the original combo meal. And it was right there. He used to do product giveaways like uh, matching glasses and stuff that. This was not heard of at the time. And then, of course, he brought in the radar range, which uh, those of us who um, still can remember and probably still have scars on your tongue um, remember those old radar range pies. Yes. These were all a part of our culinary identity back in the 60s and 70s and even up into the 80s in fact my last Man meal came when 1990 on broadway um i actually met a friend over there i still clearly remember it and i think there's a uh telecom or a cell phone place in that spot now of course the old building is gone as i've gone around the state i've seen so many buildings that have been converted and some restaurants that even try very hard to be just like it, like hungry man which is a former Minuteman man that's up in newport arkansas um, but only the one in El Dorado still keeps the same menu after all this
3: time
1: it's okay. crazy so how many of the original family are still around
5: uh, I don't know. I honestly do not know. I just know Did that you get to talk there. to any of them. No, no. Everybody's been hard to find with a lot of these. It's like. Uh it's like everybody disappears so if, time.
1: if you know any of these folks i'd all love right, to talk to them yeah she'd like to talk to yeah. them i'd like to have them on the air we can, and we can do two birds with one stone if you want to
5: another family that's gotten out of the business for the most part is the frankie family uh you may know frankie's cafeteria yes. turns 100 this year yeah um and i went over and spoke with uh, carolyn frankie for an upcoming article that i'm writing and uh, she's the last one working in the restaurant.
3: How
1: That's old is it. she? Okay, without and being just rude, how old is she?
5: Mm, she's still a young beauty, Dave, and okay, I'm going to leave there it at go. that. Okay, uh, but uh, I believe earlier this week they actually announced that yes, uh, one of the employees is going to be moving into the ownership position of Frankie's and not wow. changing a single thing. Well, why would you change success? Nothing has changed at Frankie's except for the locations and if they added cakes to the menu. That's, that's been about it for the past 20 years as well, far as development.
1: They don't need to add cake. They got the pie.
5: Yeah,
3: but, you know, <laughs> it's just, just
5: an extra feather in that very feathery cap that they have Man. right there. Now, there are Frankie's recipes in there. In fact, there's two separate claims to the Frankie eggplant casserole recipe in there that both come from local cookbooks. I did not get confirmation on whether either one of these is closed, but you'll find a lot of cookbooks from the uh, 60s and 70s that claim to have that prized recipe. Uh, so you can choose for yourself.
1: All right, check this out. This is a good piece. Don't don't think that people who own restaurants don't steal from each other. Oh, they do all the all time. All right. Minuteman beat McDonald's to the punch. Yes, they did. On the signature sandwich. Of course, the signature sandwich for mcdonald's was what
3: the big Big mac Mac.
1: all right we all remember this the jingle and everything the big m was a double full-size patty burger that came with cheese chopped onion lettuce tomato and a special sauce yes which debuted in 1966 the big mac mcdonald's signature burger debuted in 67 uh, at a single location in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, by the way. And yeah. the guy who came up with the idea, uh is, he, they, you know, McDonald's was like, well, "What do we need your hamburger for? We got plenty of hamburgers." Well, he was sell, sell, selling a you know, a, a gazillion of them. Oh yeah. And so um uh, McDonald said, "Hmm, maybe we should start <laughs> marketing these." And the rest is history.
5: Yeah, this is a brand that needs to come back because we got bragging rights here. And we should have been bragging on, on them for decades.
1: So who's, you know, what are you hearing? Is there somebody who's buying the name or and, and then the, the whole menu or what?
5: There's a partner. There's a okay. partner who's come in who's asked for permission to promote the original restaurant and to bring as much of the original menu back so have
1: you talked to this man uh or lady
5: Uh, you think they
1: might come on the air and talk Uh, about it
5: i think i can hook a guy up
1: yeah let's do that (laughs) hook me up with that that'd be make for a great show oh yeah it'd be fun any any uh zero date that they're talking about uh when they're going to do it
5: they're just in the process of locating where they're going to stick them but you know probably in the next year we're going to see the first one
1: Are they going to keep them here in central Arkansas, or are they going to move them across?
5: Just the first three.
1: Just the first three.
5: And then we'll see how it goes. So they're they're, they're expecting
1: to go, you know, all across the state again.
5: Oh, yeah. I would not be surprised if in five years we have, once again, 57 locations in seven states. That would be phenomenal.
1: Yeah, that would be phenomenal. It would be a great, great story, to say the least. All right. The name of the book is Arkansas Food, the A to Z of Eating here in the natural state, it's the A to Z of eating in the natural state, yes. and uh, Kat Robinson is the author. She's sitting in here in my show today. She comes on as often as she can, which is not as often as she used to because she just don't have enough time. <laughs> so that's that simple, but we'll get her back on here in the future again and keep talking about the, uh, the book uh, here on the Dave Ellswick Show today. we got still another hour we want to do with her because there's still a lot of stories to tell you, we didn't cover pimento cheese as well as I want to go. go. We'll back. go back to that, and we want to talk. I want to talk about Charlotte's, okay, and uh, pimento cheese. We got to do that. All right, it's uh, about ten minutes and, until five. You're on your way home. Drive safely. All right, it's kind of moist out in the air. The road's going to be a little slick, so be careful. Don't forget about Sunny's Auto Salvage. You don't want to meet them. Okay, that's when you've been in a crash that yeah, your car has been totaled, and he buys it and then sells the parts. Uh, for for money all right that's how i got the engine for my car here two weeks ago and this baby has not missed a beat i mean it's running and purring like a cat and i really like it i've got the new uh, engine in it and then i've got the uh uh, new uh transmission Now they're not new they're from total lost vehicles but uh they're they're running good they've been checked out well uh going to get another three four years out of them I'll be uh, zeroing in on six hundred thousand miles by the time that uh, you know I have to go for another engine and another transmission. I would sure hope, but you can do this as well. Look, I've got the engine and the transmission put in my car for just a tad over four thousand dollars. That's labor and everything, folks. Why would you want to go out buy a new car? and get stuck with seven years of car payments. You just don't need to do that anymore. Go to Sonny's Auto Salvage. Give them a call. They'll help you out with it. Talk to R.D. if you get the chance. 982-7451 is the number. 982-7451. It's Sonny's Auto Salvage, your number one choice for recycled auto parts. We'll be We're talking. Back with you. Yeah. Dave Ellswick Show. I want We got about... Five and a half minutes. So yeah. we can spend that time talking about Charlotte's.
3: Yes.
5: Not in Keogh. So if you look up, the Keogh Classic it's listed in here, and that's where you see Charlotte's. Okay. And she's known for so many amazing things.
1: Pies.
5: She's got a couple-page spread there <laughs> in uh, my last book. But I uh, had to talk about the signature sandwich. I mean, I crave this sandwich. It is a Parmesan-battered sandwich that is fried, I kid you not, in butter. This yeah, it's is, good, man. Don't think about what's this Friday. Uh, whenever we went out to shoot Makrim for pie last is. year, um, she had stuffed all of these sticks of real butter in this uh, uh, this coffee uh, carafe and stuck it on the back of the oven. And I wasn't really sure what was going on there. Well, it melts up through the entire morning. So she has basically a, a pitcher of butter, and she pours it in that skillet, and she f- batters these the bread puts the stuff on them and then she fries this in butter and and then takes it off and immediately goes out to Mm. the customer and it is golden and it is just pure goodness
1: i gotta get out there again. i haven't been you know it's probably been three years since i've been out there i need to get back out there as before you go call yes and tell them ask them what pies they got and order your slices so that You'll be able to get a slice of pie because they sell out. They fast. will
5: sell out. Um, you order your pie. If you forget that, order it whenever you get there. And uh, it'd be too bad. You might have to deal with a piece of her incredible cake. But the pies are just uh, they're just absolutely amazing. And a lot of people don't think about this. She also does to go orders. So, if you feel like you don't have time to sit and enjoy the atmosphere, go ahead and place your call in order. Get your Keo Classic and your slice of pie and take it with you out wherever you're going.
1: Yeah, just, just let me give you four things that are on. This is, is enough. Numbers. It's hard to find all the numbers. All right, guys. so here, here, here you go. You got Johnny Cakes or Whole Cakes. Right. That, All right. That's
5: an old southern tradition. It's basically uh, your cornbread batter that's put on a hot hoe or a, a flat surface.
1: Check that out. It, th- this is yeah. going back, man. It was cooked on a greased hoe. Yes. Isn't that yes. cool? In in the coals. Yeah.
5: Uh, and it's still part With of our cuisine. With that back. Wow.
1: Oh, yeah. Today's whole cakes are usually made in a greased cast iron skillet over high heat. Oh, yeah. Okay. So i got an electric stove it's always high heat it seems like (laughs) uh the keel classic on Mm -hmm. uh, the same page and then on the opposite page something you need with the first two we just talked about lemonade
5: yes from frank brandon's drive-in and i think i heard several of our conway listeners salivate um yeah, that was the lemonade back in the day. Frank Brandon and Sons, they had a, a stand out there where they so, sold hot dogs and lemonades up until the 90s. Unfortunately, uh, it's gone now. That's where the Axion building is and all the new development up there. But the lemonade is just something you just cannot forget. Every once in a while, they'll sell it at uh, Julie's uh, Sweet Shop over there off of uh, the Skyline exit.
1: Okay. And then this little nugget, mm-hmm. Little Rock Roll. Yes, Noun.
5: so a Little Rock roll is a type of sushi roll. The problem is is that none of the sushi places have gotten together yet and decided what goes in it. So it's (laughs) something different everywhere else. (laughs) Then you get to the Little Rock roll, the verb, which is the action that one takes whenever they dip their chip in cheese dip. And you roll your hand back. Just get that little bit of excess off so you don't accidentally get it on your shirt.
1: That is the Little Rock roll. All right. So keep that in mind. Mayhaw jelly,
5: yeah. Mayhaw are these little, they're sort of like cranberries, but they grow on trees and they're very tart. And they tend to grow in LA. That would be Lower Arkansas. <laughs> uh, El Dorado actually has a festival after them. Mayhaw jelly is one of those precious, precious things you see in a jar on a good Southern uh, kitchen table at breakfast. Cat head. Cathead biscuits. Now, cathead biscuits are biscuits that are the size of a cat's head, and there's a great <laughs> recipe for them <laughs> under uh, cathead biscuits in there, uh, given by the OARC General Store folks. Um, these are the big, fluffy biscuits that uh, uh, you're looking at. Them being uh, about four inches in, you know, three to four inches in diameter, and about uh, three inches high, and literally size of a cat's head.
1: Okay, Russ, I got one for you here before we come to news monk sauce (laughs) you ever heard of monk sauce
4: i've heard of it but i don't know exactly what it is
1: well father richard walls yes brought back habanero pepper seeds from his tenure in belize and planted them at the monastery at subiaco yeah in 2003 monk sauce hit the market the significant heat in these sauces comes from the extra time and care spent with the peppers i won't say that prayer might have something to do with it but just know of, i'm next time i'm in the area i'll buy you a, a bottle and bring it back to you
5: oh it's beautiful
1: he loves hot
5: stuff
1: <laughs> russ eats stuff that if i ate it i'd blow out something
4: i had a, I had a grilled jalapeno last night at uh red robin over in, Benton, in uh, bryant there
1: you oh, go there you gotta go. love it you love that stuff all right Let's get to the news. We got an hour still to go with Kat Robinson. Name of her new book, Arkansas Food, The A to Z of Eating in the Natural State. All right, let's do a final hour, would you say, about this book, Arkansas Food. Hey, don't forget about Monday, first hour, Lori Lee's going to be here, School Choice, Uh, School Choice Week coming up. We want to talk about that right off the bat on Monday. We were going to be at the, uh, the Capitol, however... They decided to make Martin Luther Day uh, King Day on uh, Monday, <laughs> so they're closed. So we'll be here in the studio, but that's okay. No big deal about that. We're talking about Arkansas food. That's the book, The A to Z of Eating in the Natural State. And again, the book looks like this. Russ, yeah. Russ can look at it. You tell me after you get a close-up of it, Russ. I'll hold it there until you get a close-up of it. And people can look at it. If you're wondering about what's saying, a close-up, very simple. They're very simple. The reason that we're saying close-up is because we're on Facebook Live. Yeah. Uh, you go to facebook.com slash the Dave Ellswick Show, and you can watch the show while you're, uh, of course, uh, listening to the show. Or if you can't watch the show, you can go back and watch the show because we record every hour, and you can go back and, and watch it that way. Let me just say that Kat today is not in her traditional tie dye. No, no, it's, I'm stunned. <laughs> I don't know. If it's I, cold. I don't know if I've ever seen you not in tie dye. I usually have
5: some sort of tie dye, but t- not today. Not today. Not not today. It's not today. amazing. I've got, I've got my velvet coat on because it's chilly out there. But I of course have my hat on. Uh, so this this book is came out on uh, December twentieth, but I'm just now starting to talk about it because everything gets run over at Christmas and. Um, There were a couple of reasons I put it out before the end of the year. They may become apparent later on in the year, but they're not relevant at this point. However, this is also going to be my first hardback book. Officially, the hardcover version comes out on the 22nd. But if you go right now to Wordsworth Books in the Heights, they have the very first hardcover Books available, so you can drop by there, or you can head over to tie dye travels t i e d y e t r a v e l s dot com. It will give you uh, links to go and order. You can do it by PayPal. You can order it through the Tanti Press store. Uh, there's also a list of where else to find uh, the books. It's available everywhere, of course, Amazon and Barnes and Noble, but also all sorts of places around the state. And if you're interested in carrying the book in your store, just uh, drop me an email or a private message. I can hook you up.
1: Okay, so I want to talk to you about ice cream. Yes. All right, because this one is it, Lob Lolly.
5: Lob Lolly. Yeah. Uh, Lob
1: Lolly. You've got to has, go. Dave. Has it been around for a while?
5: It's been around. It used to be a food truck, and uh, then they were in the Green Corner Store. They opened their brick and mortar in I want to say 2017. It's in the South Main District, and it's adorable. But you got to go to. Yeah, this I got to go. I,
1: you know. You know, um, uh, blah, 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 Matt yeah. carries their ice cream. Yeah. And it's good.
5: Oh, yes, it is. And they change the flavors up all the time. Uh, I In the book, I've got a picture of the Little Rocket Pop, which was one of my favorites. It's little a, Rocket pop. Little Rocket Pops. It's a, a berry uh, sherbet sorbet kind of ice cream, but it's only available in the summer. Uh, they have different flavors that are only available in the winter.
1: Is it and, like a push-up? You oh, remember no, the old no, push-ups, no, no. the sorbets they put in the push-ups?
5: <laughs> you know, that's an idea that we might give them. But uh, now it's just a scoop that's of That's a sorbet, great way of having so ice cream
1: nice. to eat without getting nasty.
5: Well, what they will do for you is they'll do ice cream flights. So you don't want to settle on one flavor or two. They'll hook you up with four different mini scoops uh, that they serve on a paddle. Like, like you know, go, you go to some breweries or yeah, some yeah. restaurants, and they'll do a beer flight. Yeah. This is an ice cream flight. It's Very perfect cool. for all ages.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Typically, I try beer flights I like yeah. beer for the most part and I you know but I don't want to drink a full glass of every one that they got on their menu That's true but you find you know you can get like 6 it will be like a double shot. Yeah, is what you're looking at. So and 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 it's
5: a good way of saying, yeah, I really like that. Yeah,
1: and so mm, next time, not so much.
5: You you know what to go and just have a whole order. Plus, Lavallee's not only in so many restaurants around Little Rock, but you can go over to their uh, flagship store there and uh, take a pint home of whatever flavor you like.
1: I need to try that out because their Absolutely. their ice cream is awesome.
5: Yes, it it, it really is. Well, and so and, and
1: that's the difference between ice cream that you. That you buy that is a real ice cream. Yes. Or something you buy at a big box store Uh that's less than $6 a gallon.
5: See, that's great for, like, children's birthday parties. Yes. Um, But if I want to sit down and savor some ice cream, I'm not big on a huge amount. You want rich. Yeah, because we, okay, at my house, we have ice cream quite a lot. It's the last thing we have in the day. And I don't want a large amount. Grab usually brings me a coffee cup that's half full. It just has... A little bit of ice cream for me to try. That you
1: eat I, with a teaspoon?
5: That no, I, I eat it with. Well, actually, yeah, um, I yeah. eat it with a teaspoon,
1: so that you can,
5: so I can savor it, savor it. And by yeah. having a coffee cup, my heat, the heat of my hand is all on the handle and not in the mug. Yes, so it, it retains it. But I want to savor my ice cream.
1: Okay, so I got to talk to you about this because okay. it is a running, a running uh, argument at my house. Oh boy. Okay. When I have ice cream, yes. I want it to be hard. I want it to be frozen. Frozen, right? yes. Okay, frozen. frozen. And, you know, typically that means that I got to do the scooping. Sure. All right, to get it out. Yes. On the other hand, everybody else in my home uh-huh. wants to put it into the microwave. What the heck? For about 20 to 35 seconds and and make it easy to scoop. And I just said, do you realize that all the ingredients that have made that are starting to come apart. Yeah, you're destroying the taste of your ice cream when you
5: put. And I hope they're not putting the whole carton because freezing and melting and freezing and melting like that is bad. So it's like people I know. They're like, oh, you know, if you heat the spoon. That's the best way to get it out of the carton. You know, like, yeah, run it
1: under hot water you, and What all that, you're yeah.
5: doing is you're you're creating chewy ice cream because anything that's left in the ice cream carton after you've run a hot spoon or or butter knife in it is going to have a different consistency. Mm-hmm. Ice cream is combobulated the way it is, specifically for the texture. And, okay, ice crystals, not, not so much, but I want ice cream that has some sort of substance to it. If I wanted something soft, I'd get a milkshake. Or
1: I get wow. soft serve a soft dairy serve. queen.
5: Yeah. And soft serve's a whole other animal. Although yeah. I do mention that in the book, it's uh, um, it incorporates a bunch of air into it. Yes, it does. It has a lower melting point. And with the exception of a few places like uh, Tacker's Shake Shack over in Marion, um doesn't come in a lot of flavors. So mm-hmm. you might get vanilla and chocolate, maybe a strawberry. Uh, the Shake Shack out there has 27 different flavors. <laughs> uh, and it's because they've got this little spigot that uh, puts a particular flavor that you want into the soft serve as it's coming out. So it's not really incorporated, but it, um, you eat it right alongside. So it's really neat.
1: Well, I got to tell you, I like ice cream, <laughs> but I don't want it melted ice cream. If no. I want it melted ice cream, I'd buy it melted.
5: Uh, that's soup. You know that that's this nice sweet cream soup.
1: <laughs> I like that you included the purple cow in here.
5: Oh yes, and you'll see a picture of my daughter in there. She loves the purple cow
1: with with their newest location over by the mall. Yes, it's open now. Yes, We want to go to it? It's it right, just keeps on right expanding. There, next to Tacos for Life. Yeah, I'm not a big Tacos for Life fan, but that's okay. I'm, it has I'm glad a they're there.
5: Flavor to it.
1: Yeah, it's different. It is definitely different. It, it's not mixed. It, it's it's got, not really
5: even Tex-Mex.
1: Got one of my favorite, favorite wild foods oh, in here.
5: Oh, quail. Oh,
1: I love quail.
5: Oh man, and, and you'll find it on menus here and there throughout the state. But of course, the the best example that's in existence today, and it used to be red barn was the best. Red Barn's gone. Now it's Murray's over in Hazen.
1: i got to get there. I yes. didn't know there was some place that you can go buy quail.
5: Yeah. Uh, well, you can buy quail in the grocery store here with uh, our Kroger locations. That's not prepared. Really? Uh, it's partially because of me because I like trying different foods. And I, yeah, I, I like quail. The tar them. That's why uh, Kroger also sells, well, it's one of the reasons that they sell rabbit. But uh, Boston Mountain Quail. Um, raised in the Boston mountain area just south of Mm. Fayetteville it's available all over the state Uh, but if you don't want to go hunt it yourself go to Murray's and uh,
3: it's a heck
5: of a dish
1: I like quail hunting the (laughs) problem is so much of their natural habitat has been destroyed used to be farmers would have you'll remember this if you're over 40 I would say maybe 35 you'd have your your farmland and in between the fields they'd mm-hmm. have a big stretch of yeah. area that they didn't bother
5: yeah it was a a beer or a buyer that was out yeah. there and it and was that's wind. where that's quail where they, live and we need those breaks because especially in the deltas those are wind breaks but uh that's not the way they're doing it these no, days
1: no it's not it's uh, they want to use as much land as possible i can understand that it's a money thing oh yeah i'm just telling you the quail will love you, farmers, if you'll leave that stuff for the well, quail to know, live in. Well, you know, up
5: until you harvest them.
1: Yeah, and well, think, <laughs> here's the thing to think about about that is that uh, uh, when you're talking about quail, they're such a little bird, yeah, that they fall prey to just about any predator. So yes. they're already being pressured by that, and then uh, you know, the big part, problem though now is that we're pressuring their habitat. Yes. So. If you can give up, uh, you know, a little bit of extra land there on your farm, we'd appreciate it. There you go. Yeah, you can charge me. You can charge me to come out and hunt. That's fine. I'll I'll be happy to pay you for that because it's fun. Go out with twelve gauge and do some.
5: And they're quail good hunting. Eaten. Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> we
1: had. Where where were we at? What's the, what's the name of the town that's up on uh, sixty five that ran into all the problems?
5: Damascus. Yeah,
1: Damascus. Yeah. Uh, we had a big quail cook uh, with uh wild man Steve Wilson
3: uh, <laughs> up there with the, with the
1: folks with the, uh with the, uh, the Arkansas game and fish and that that's a night that I have now that happened 10 years ago. Uh-huh. I hadn't forgot about it. I went out hunting in the morning, came back and brought my birds in that I I killed 10 that day. Uh gave it to them, and uh, came back and had my, uh, my quail dinner. Uh, oh, man. It was just too good. There's nothing like having quail dinner with biscuits and honey and butter uh-huh. all together and then just good old, uh, you know, old-fashioned green beans. Oh, yeah. And it was good. It, oh, yeah. it was a good night. It really, really, I went to bed with a smile on my face. <laughs>
3: just
1: saying. And then had sweet tea with it. Oh, yeah. And, you know. It's like I tell people, people go, Ellswick, you're from the north. What in the crap is with you? And I go, born north, uh-huh. raised south. Yep. Everybody got to remember. Mom's from Louisville. My, and notice I said Louisville. yeah, Not Louisville or Louisville or anything crazy like that, because if I had, I got slapped. <laughs> uh, born in Louisville. Both my brother's from Louisville. My dad from uh, Charleston, West Virginia. I'm the only member of the Ellswick clan that's born north of the Mason-Dixon but I was raised southern yes just telling you all the foods that I ate when I was a kid I didn't I didn't know nothing but dirty eggs come on <laughs> you know that's what I knew and bacon I and saw you was, have the big thick bacon
5: where in here. were your eggs kept
1: um, my eggs were kept in a thing in the cabinet of all places it wasn't refrigerated
5: I, I remember them so clearly in a coffee can that was on the back of the sink
1: no no we didn't have that no, uh-huh. i didn't have that i tell you what we did have and because this is why we had dirty eggs
5: uh-huh.
4: that's it, where the baking grease was i had the baking coffee. grease that's exactly right <laughs> on the back of the
1: stove was the thing that you poured the baking yeah. grease in and it got the pieces of bacon out of it and mom would get ready to make you know the the eggs she'd take that thing out of the top
4: of course it, she realized that's where our heart disease
1: i know came that from. i look i ain't God can take me tomorrow if he wants to. The <laughs> bottom line is she'd get a big old serving spoon uh-huh. of that That And uh, that's what she'd start her
5: brew up from to make her gravy, that's right? That's
1: exactly right. That's so, where it all started.
5: It's not in the book, but I'm going to share a secret with everybody out here who's listening. If you want your own can to stick out there on the back but you want something that's not going to be messy go to little rock wastewater and get one of their cans they have a can the grease program and it's a little can that has a top on it and they will give you liners for this so when your grease gets funky you can just toss the bag and get a new liner in it and you got the grease left yes and it keeps it from going down the drain
1: well that's good. That, that's doing good things. But These let me kids just
5: don't know. It that
1: will leave yes your food. The taste that you'll get out of your food will yep. be awesome. <laughs> just saying, it's like I don't eat margarine. Uh-huh. I eat butter. butter. All right? eat butter. Life's
5: too short to eat margarine. You
1: know, for years, you know, cardiologists have told people that have heart disease they should eat margarine, and now they found they out that's not at quick. all. <laughs> That's not. That whole promise stuff, BS. That's all I got to say. I eat butter, and I love me some butter. (laughs) I really do. I butter my crackers, Uh Cap. I do that. I don't put margarine on them. I refuse. I put butter on them. All right. We got more to talk about. Name of the book again Arkansas Food The A to Z of Eating in the Natural State. In fact, they found out. Less problems from butter than from margarine for um, heart patients. It's all written up by Kat Robinson. you got to get yourself a copy. Get it where books are sold. Go on Amazon. You'll find it there. You find everything on Amazon. I mean, <laughs> come on. Uh, Arkansas Food, the A to Z of eating in the natural state. All right. Got a short segment here, so I'm going to pick something small.
5: At random. Out of the can book. Just, just what I've been doing all,
1: this whole show.
5: Just flip a page. I just found it possum
1: up? pie. Okay. Yes, sausage sausages.
5: Yes, I made the difference because they are two different products. Sausage is what you get whenever you grind up, uh, usually pork, can sometimes mm-hmm. be beef or turkey, with spices, and you you pa- make it into patties and you you cook it on a griddle. Sausages is whenever you have something that's in a casing, okay. A- and that's why there's a separate listing for them. So there's a lot of great sausage around here that people mix up, and then of course, Patty Gene Meats has some excellent. Sausages, including their uh, venison sausage, which is just. uh,
1: Take a breath as you get ready to take your bite. Because I've sucked down some of that powder into my lungs. So the
5: original Sopapillas that they used to serve there, and not at some of these sugar. restaurants today, they don't have the powdered sugar on them. They, they have su- just sugar. the fried dough. Or they might be s- sprinkled with just regular Spring- sugar, yeah, with, sugar uh, yeah. um, with cinnamon in it. Mm-hmm. But these days, you get Sopapillas someplace, and they think they're beignets, and they just douse them in powdered sugar. That's yeah. not the way it could well, I,
1: I, just, I, I like, them don't like them a lot. Yeah, don't <laughs> inhale. That's exactly right, because I've, I've coughed for mi- for. For a long time after oh, yeah. taking a, a, you know some lungs and fulls yeah. of that into my uh, my lungs but with, with, with that in mind and talking about sopapias and, and all the different things that we that we've been talking about is there one food uh-huh. that stands out way in for you way out there oh, I yeah. mean if
5: the that that I you
1: the... want yeah
5: um, it's in the book and it's called the Mista Salad, and it's served at Lazari Italian Restaurant up in Jonesboro. Okay. And it's got a sweet vinaigrette on it. It's got pepper and genie peppers in it and tomatoes and black olives and mozzarella cheese uh, on a bed of lettuce. Uh, it's all incorporated together. When I went and had my first TV job up at KAIT. Yeah,
3: 15
1: uh, seconds.
5: Nice. Um, we went once a week and just had this salad and dinner and i still i will divert two hours out of my way to go eat this salad it's in the book
1: all right we'll talk about more in fact can you get the salad dressing we'll talk about that (laughs) when we come back here on the dave ellswick show okay so here's the key that i'm going to say yeah you know when i give away a book for a holiday or a birthday or something like that i always want to have a hard copy and this is the
5: first one i've done in hard copy. yeah
1: i just think that that's the cool thing to do uh, not to say when you do your paperback, it's a uh-huh. hard
3: paperback. Oh, yeah. So they're, I, they're gonna I fork out up. a little
5: extra for the 70-pound-weight uh, uh, paper because I wanted something to survive. But my previous books have all been travel guides, which you read twice. You, you, you read take take once. You go stick it in your glove compartment. Hardbacks are a little bit harder for that, um, literally. Uh, but uh, <laughs> this is a book that... I don't feel like I'm, I'm going to be updating this. Um, yeah. I may go back in maybe a few years as our food uh, traditions change. I might add a few pages. But the whole idea of this is to answer that question. What is Arkansas food for posterity's sake? Because nobody's ever sat down and really done it before. People from out of state, sure, they've, they've made claims. They've come and ran through the state and tried a couple of things, and they think that they know it. But it really takes steeping yourself in this uh, uh, vast culinary um, Paradise that we have here. Uh,
1: I want really all understand. the friends that come over for uh, barbecue days during the summer at my house to understand that some of the things that we've talked about today, yeah, is going to show up on the table, yeah, uh, the summer. So keep that in mind. I think this makes a fantastic gift for a birthday or a special occasion, or you can buy it now and put it up, and you got your Christmas gift already for somebody who likes it to read about food, talk about food, and cook. Arkansas Food, the A to Z of Eating in the Natural States by Cat Robinson. We'll finish up our interview with her in just a moment. But first, we've got to tell you about this. All right, we continue. We've got uh, about six minutes left here. And uh, we were just talking about peanuts, and that's pretty interesting what you just told us.
5: Yeah, in uh, 2010, there were roughly 560 acres of peanuts planted in Arkansas. In 2017, um, and I have to pull the number again, it was 300,000.
1: 300,000 acres
5: acres of peanuts in the state of Arkansas. So peanuts have become a thing. And it's not just Skippy um, here in Little Rock. Uh, There's a GIF plant in Missouri that imports them in. You've also got planters up in Fort Smith. So, yeah, peanuts are a thing. Now, if you want to talk about application of peanuts, you need to go get yourself a slice of peanut butter pie over at uh, Three Sam's Barbecue out in Mabelville. And uh, you will believe in the power of peanut butter.
4: (laughs) Okay, so when is Three Sam's open?
5: Um, when they're open. Um.
4: <laughs> you gotta, you, you're got you not kidding. I've been over there five times,
5: and they're never open. Go for lunch. Um, they're not open all evenings, uh, but they're always open during the week for, for lunch, uh, Tuesday through Friday.
1: Okay, so yeah. if this place is that good, then, Russ, you and I have to go have lunch. Absolutely. Because I've never eaten lunch there.
5: Yeah. So you should go, go check do a it long out. shot from over there. That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. i go over and have lunch there.
5: Because the barbecue is nothing to sniff at.
1: So I can... I can miss going to BJ's once in a while.
5: Oh, yes. Yeah, go to BJ's. Go over to Bobby's Cafe in North Little Rock as well. Um, we were talking about some of the things they do. They have the Bobby Burger over there. It's a one-pound burger. Um, and it's not the most spectacular thing on the menu. I would say the best thing they do is their coconut cream pie. Oh, wow.
1: Buttery. I'm trying so to good. stay away from that. <laughs> but um, I, I like their BJ's. And for whatever reason, the name eludes me right now but out on roosevelt homers homers i love homers homers too. is
5: good i end up going to homers good west food. just because it's closer to the house don't I like it as much evening, i i get that but whenever you're in the evening you're just out of luck if you want to go to roosevelt
1: yeah well yeah you're <laughs> right about that but i'm just telling you what uh out on roosevelt they do it right out oh they there. really do they the really lunch there do. is fantastic
5: There's so many amazing places to get lunch here, even in the city. You need to get downtown sometime for lunch over at Dave's Place. It's about a block away from the courthouse. Uh, Somebody stealing my name? Yes, Dave. Absolutely. (laughs) You need to go in, and uh, uh, Dave Williams, uh, number two and number three, uh, and number one, I I guess all three of them are in there at some point. Number three is uh, still a little boy.
1: And they're on Dave?
5: Dave Williams, yes. Very cool. And so on Friday nights, they're Uh, on Monday through George Foreman. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> well, on um, Monday through um, Friday, you go in for lunch. But on Friday evenings, uh, the younger Dave is out there playing smooth jazz or whatever. It's his, yeah. his, his mind. And the elder Dave. I and mean, we won't call him elder. We'll just say the the more mature Dave is in the kitchen making whatever it feels like so you can have a nice gourmet meal at this place it's normally a regular lunchroom it's one of little rock's great secrets and you need to try it dave
1: okay now where is it located? it is
5: about a block away from uh the uh courthouse on state street at state street between fourth and fifth i believe okay no yeah. no no wrong way wrong way uh about uh i think about this hard on second street yes okay
1: so you know that yes. i try a lot of different places that you say oh you've got i those. like to try different places. Oh, yeah. I'm huge on that stuff. I really, I really really am. All right. One last thing to talk about, because I think people will find this interesting. Yes. We, wait till you hear this, Russ. We sell over 3 billion eggs a yes. year <laughs> here in Arkansas. And how many egg farmers did you say that we have? 3,000 or something like that?
5: Something like that, yeah
1: i mean you would think with tyson and all that yeah that would be a case but still
5: they think chicken they don't think eggs but we have extraordinary egg production in the state we also have great milk production it's not celebrated the way it should be everyone thinks rice and rice is phenomenal nobody makes as much rice as we do but yeah
1: let me tell you what i've been eating a ton of rice lately because i've really gotten into stir fry
5: oh man
1: i like stir fry and it's it's good for you
5: so i know you, you i know you like some rice and rice but you need to check mm-hmm. out ralston farms rice okay and this is from the arkansas river valley they have a golden rice i think would be perfect in your stir fries
1: okay so r-a-l-s-t-o-n
5: yes and they're in the book okay can
1: i find them at just any grocery store
5: i i know that you can find them at some walmart's and some kroger's and they're expanding every day
1: okay i'll have to look into that and see what's going on because like i said teriyaki stir fry
5: and whenever you go to you big. do that, you can get rice oil from Riceland. You know, they used to call it the, the catfish oil because that was fish fried oil. Mm-hmm. But they take the oil from their rice production and they actually sell it. And rice, rice brand oil is really amazing. Or you can go and get some Wayne plantation sunflower oil. These are all products from right here in Arkansas. If we were cut off from the rest of the world right now, we Arkansas could still, still eat has a great bounty of
1: food. Oh, <laughs> we could still
5: we eat We would that's eat well. Cuz I mean, <laughs> well. <'Cause>, I mean <laughs> we've good. got Cavener seasoning if nothing else. Yeah. Um whatever doesn't taste good will taste good with that.
1: I'll tell you what, when I do my fried rice now, I use grapeseed oil. Really? Yeah.
5: I got to re- find a place here doing that.
1: It's got, you know, it's got a high smoke uh, temperature well, and rice it, brand and oil That's good. it's good too. for you. Yeah. And uh, the other one that's good, I haven't tried it yet, and I've been told that I should and that's avocado oil. Uh-huh. I haven't tried that. And I love avocados.
5: I don't think we're growing avocados yet, although my mom's grown one from a pit in her house. I mean, really? everybody can do that.
1: Not eat Well, but it's still, it's still good eating. It's, it's the climate that yeah. we have that may not be the best for an avocado. But
5: that's okay. They're great to eat. Yeah. I oh, had one for good. breakfast this morning.
1: And <laughs> they're, they're, they're good for you. Just know that they got the nutrients in them. And they are really, really... That's why I eat... I, I do... You know, I do guacamole live a lot at my uh-huh. house, okay, just so you you know about that. All right, name of the book again, let me, I've been saying it over and over and over because I don't want you to forget it. I'd buy, as soon as you can get your hands on a hard bound copy of this, get a copy, put it to the side for your, for your foodies that are out there and give it to them. Arkansas Food, the A to Z of Eating in the Natural State, hey, look, it's, it's a recipe book. It's a food book. It's a history book. It's a culture book. It's a great book. Is and it's pretty, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it looks pretty. Uh, Kate Robinson, cat. Oh, Kate, cat, cat Robinson. <laughs> get it right, cat Robinson. It's Friday. Put it it's together. The long it's week. <laughs> and it's over with. Thank goodness. Thanks so much for coming in, cat. Thank What's you. Present, uh, presence to have. It's great <laughs> to have you here, man. My mouth said. It's done, Dave. Go home. All right. I'll see you Monday, by the way. We'll be on here to talk about uh, homeschooling, uh, you know, making decisions where you want to school your kids. That's stuff that you should have the right to do. Robert Steinbach will join us uh, from the Bowen School of Law. And, of course, uh, the folks from uh, Conduit News will be here as well. I always like to remind you that God gave you a whole week of life. Give him one hour on Sunday to talk to you. See ya on Monday at two o'clock.